Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dune Hippie Podcast. Uh, we are on episode five now. I reached out to Dune Stars and got Ricky Cook to come on the show and kind of talk about his experience with Silver Lake and the Dunes and how he kind of chooses to spend his time, how he's kind of evolved to, you know, his affiliation with Dune Stars, with his buddy Dave, kind of what they've started and what that's been about for them. Uh, we were, you know, we get on his truck. Uh, if you know Rick, you know the Dune Stars Chevy that he's got. You can't miss the thing. He's been developing that thing the last couple of years, you know. Kind of uh, very similar to myself and my my truck. Uh, we kind of got about the same time really into the things. We kind of talk about how, you know, they're getting actually to the point where we can use them more. Where they're being a little more reliable for us. We're getting that fun factor back out of them. And, you know, this summer especially, I got to share a lot of laps with Ricky out on the dunes. Um, definitely we're not, uh, holding anything back, neither one of us when we're chasing each other around out there. So, uh, Ricky's one of those guys that I've known him probably for a lot, a couple years now, but I've never really, uh, probably had too long of a conversation with him. It's always, I've seen him in the dunes, give him a wave, checked out the truck. Um, super pumped to get him in here. This is probably the longest time I've ever gotten to talk to Ricky and you get to cover a lot of different things that I find pretty interesting. Um, we entertain a lot of different thoughts and ideas you know even the idea of opening more dunes and what that would be like so uh it was pretty fun super glad ricky came in here i had a lot of fun talking to him uh i think you will too uh i think you'll get a chance to if you don't know ricky and you don't know anything about him you'll get to know a little bit more about him here and uh definitely uh next time you see him out there stop and say hi to him so here is ricky cook episode number five dune hippie podcast thanks for listening i'll just hit yeah. record now all right, dope. So we'll get started then. So we'll go ahead and get, uh, just kind of say your name and let's get uh, kind of like some of the stuff you're mainly involved in, like how people might know you right yeah, out of the sure. bat of Silver Lake. For sure. Thanks for having me, first and foremost. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. And my name is Ricky Cook I'm with DuneStars.com up here at Silver Lake Sand Dunes in Michigan. Um, started out with uh, coming up here, gosh, I must have been 16, I think was the first time I came up. Introduced to the place, absolutely fell in love with it. Rode a dirt bike. Um, you know, always kind of looked at the long travels and thought it was awesome. Really, really wanted to do it and had no money. Me and my buddy used to come up in my truck. We'd pile the dirt bike in the quad in there and stay at the state park and sleep on the ground or whatever we had to do just to get out there, man. It was just the coolest place in the world. It's where I wanted to be always. I didn't care about, I mean, I, work was to come to the dunes. Yeah, that was so the motivation. Every weekend was every weekend was, or week was planned. Absolutely, yeah. And this dudes. this was a couple years, you know. Fast forward, you know, when I started working full time and had a career, but it was like I knew if I could get through Monday to Friday, I could come to the dunes on the weekend, and yep. that's that's really all I wanted to do with my life. Um, that's so perfect of like why one of the reasons I started this because it's like every single person out there like has that same group of like. Yep. After high school, it's like I got my core group of friends that it was like, that is, it is. That's all it was. It was every weekend. It was like, yeah, what are you bringing? Or if somebody bought a new thing, that was like a highlight. I was like, dude, everyone was so focused on like that weekend where just, everyone's like, sweet, let's check this thing out. What do you got? Absolutely. And uh, it was just funny. Like even in my, you know, I drive, uh, I started out driving just a tow truck doing police towing and stuff like that down in uh, Novi area. And uh, I'd put a little picture of my dirt bike in the truck and it was just kind of motivation. Like I'd run all night long and get out of bed at 2 a.m. to go do a call. And, you know, I knew it was just a little bit of money I was making and I'd be upset about it. But I'd look up at that picture of the dirt bike on the dunes and I'm like, it's worth it. Just keep going. Just keep going, you know. And uh, 
It was is just kind of that motivation everyone's got to have, and your life can go in totally different directions. However, you feel you want to make of it, and mine was Dunes, so it's a big giant waste of money. But you know what? Quality of life is there, and I'm happy, and I wouldn't change a thing at all. So um, that brought me to uh, you know meeting new people and um, friends of mine. Where I actually went to uh, Central Michigan University, and we used to party there, hang out there, and I met a good buddy of mine, Zach, and Brad, his brother. Um, Zach is with us now on Dune Stars. He drives the uh, Razor. Zach and Brad brought um, Dave Martell down to Woodward, and Woodward's Dream Cruise down there. Ton yep. of cars, old cars. We always go down there and cruise, race. Hang I tried out. to go there once. It was a <clears throat> it's it's a nightmare. I know it what is I was doing. <laughs> it's a nightmare. The the weekends before are actually kind of cool. You can do some street racing and stuff. We don't do anything illegal. But um, yeah, the Mexico. Yeah, yeah, it was actually Mexico <laughs> near Detroit. But uh, or should we say Canada? Because we're Michigan. Oh, Canada is, is closer. That... Yeah, we went across the border, street yeah. raced, and the Mounties. Canada. The Mounties chases, but they just they let us go. But uh, those horses are not fast yeah, enough. They're not. They're not. Yeah, even if you have something slow, but. But Dave came down there and I met him and uh, I think I kind of had the first impression of Dave like a lot of people do you know Dave he's got kind of a rough exterior kind of like a man is he approachable kind of guy but uh, I got to know him um, and one of the nicest guys he's my best friend one of the nicest guys I ever do anything for you kind of guy and uh, we started becoming really good friends and I found out coincidentally he had a place at Silver Lake so naturally uh, I'm gonna mooch off Dave and hey man, you got a little place I can Upgrade you know park a, park yeah park a tent. We can be best friends now and I can park a tent right here. Use your bathroom. That is the most important thing at Silver Lake is finding a good bathroom. I promise you. Um, but uh, yeah, so it just kind of like you know snowballed from there. And one day it was New Year's Eve and Dave called me and he's like, dude, I got an idea. I'm like what's that? And he's like, I really 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 want to start a brand. That brings this community together. There's so many people up here. There's so much going on. You have your businesses. You have your locals. You have your diehards. Let's do something to bring more organization to the community. So he's like, I got an idea for a name um, and what we're going to do. And he laid it on me. He's like, Dune Stars. And I was like, at first, I was like, eh, what? What? Dune Stars? I wasn't sure about the name. But then it kind of grew on me. And he's like, think about it, man. He's like, anyone... That goes up there, whether you're coming up once a summer, every weekend, uh, or you know, whenever you can, once a year, you can be involved in what we're doing. This isn't like a, a closed group where we're like, oh, we have, you know, we, we hashtag Team Dune Stars. But realistically, anyone that is involved and has the passion that we have, you you are Team Dune yeah. Stars. I mean, that's... You made it to be approachable. You want, yeah. you want people to approach and ask. There's you know, a what lot... Is this? Right, absolutely. And there's a, there's a lot of... I don't want to say it's it's clicky, but there's there is certain clicks up here to a degree. And we didn't want that. We wanted something for everybody. So I don't care, and Dave said it before, I don't care if you have... Uh, $300 XJ with the doors off it and the windshield yep. blown out because you kicked it through and you're having the time of your life. Or you have $150,000 uh, rail. It doesn't matter. Like, yep. you can be a part of this. Like, let's grow this community for the better. So we thought, you know, okay, by building this brand, we can do events, take events over if needed. I mean, it's not like we came into, oh, let's take over the, the area, yeah. but some people were getting burnt out on it. You know what I mean? This was back in the BNL days when they were running long travel and stuff like that. And things were kind of transitioning out for them. And they, they offered it to us and they said, Hey, you know, you guys want to pick up long travel roundup and yeah. organize and that. This type of stuff to do the events in Silver Lake is no easy task. As far as like getting the permits, the even, you know, the insurance, the cooperation with the DNR. And that's like, 
I don't know how it works with a lot of other parks. You know, I know like Oklahoma has some pretty crazy events. I've seen bulldozer yeah. out. You know, yeah. so like every park has. You know, generally they work with people, and you guys have established, you know, relationships working with, you know, SLR, S, SLRA, any, yeah, yep, SLRA, and, and, and the, the DNR, the DNR, and yep, that's and, kind of part of it. Is I've, you know, being a being, I guess, a, a bystander watching. It's I look at it as a, yeah, it's another avenue, which is a part of what this podcast is even to is just another medium of getting information out to people that are. Exactly. The same people that were here every weekend trying to, yep, we're camping, we're figuring it out, we're here. The people that are into this, that, you know, I in, I guess enjoy and appreciate the ins and outs of the different organizations that do stuff up here. That's where something, yeah, I see Dean start, you know, yeah, doing the pre-runner invasions, like especially what's like the doing a lawn travel roundup, you know, the amount of people and effort that you guys put into doing those events, you know, the free ice cream. I've enjoyed plenty of uh, free ice cream and stuff of that nature on the dunes yep absolutely (laughs) and it that's just it's one of the biggest things and it's a lot of things that you know we're not looking for a pat on the back or anything like that but people kind of sort of overlook it you know you have to have that good relationship with the dnr and it's not just oh oh let's let's be nice to them and have a good relationship because oh that's you know we'll use them to get what we want no it generally is these dnr are working every day they don't have to Mm -hmm. they're working every day to keep this park safe and yeah, Michigan has a lot more rules than most. I mean, Oklahoma to a degree. I I always say it's pretty freaking lawless out here. This is wild. But That's why I go down there. It's yeah, lawless. it's. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But Michigan, there's a lot of politics. There's a lot of red tape to get through. So, um, you know, Dave and a few others. You know, they were kind of on the the ground floor of the SLRA, which is sort of a, you know, a, a communication between. Yeah. Uh, us Dooners and the DNR and the state of Michigan, and let's all work for one common goal. Which I mean, you know, keep my, the dunes open, keep the dunes open, keep, keep you know, flowing, exactly, keep, keep it safe as possible. We have small dunes. I mean, yeah. anyone that's listening to this cross country, I mean, if you haven't been here, these dunes are tiny. I mean, we make the most of them. I mean, I'm sure you yeah. look at some of these videos, like, whoa, they're just killing it out there. That place is amazing. But I do get that quite often of people that know that it's like you guys make this seem way bigger yeah. than what it is, and it's yeah. like, yeah, no, there's like. I don't know. I guess the the uh, plethora of photographers that we have that are, we're blessed with here, you know, it's just like they just know how to get the right angles. Yeah, they I guess, make, they make it look bigger. Um, <laughs> it's you know, I, we we really make the most of it, and we are blessed with these dunes here, being on this side of the country. I mean, um, and to have the you know to have the DNR, to have the SLR, to have these groups. So Dune Stars was kind of a you know an extension of that, but more fun. You know we we had to somehow figure out, okay, if we're going to be funding a lot of these events and a lot of these different yeah. things that we want to do to help the community and have a lot of fun, we need to have some sort of revenue coming in. So we really like the clothing line. We want to pursue that, you know, much, much more than we already have. And people, people seem to really like it, you know, yep. and um, we have a lot of help from friends. Like, thank God for all of our good friends that help us, you know, create and, and do these video edits. And, you know, I mean, my girlfriend personally, destiny, she does, amazing edits zach does amazing edits gabby's starting to do edits um scott dion who's one of my best friends he's up here he's the lead photographer for sandflix and we'll get into you know the sandflix thing here in a minute but um you know he without him i mean the truck wouldn't stay running i mean all night long we'll weld on that truck make sure it's ready for the next day so this this is all that has a has a truck a lawn travel of you know that is the thing of the the thing about being up here like you say you're making a platform for exactly you want anybody you want the guy yep that was you're camping on the weekend you bought it you bought your xj for 500 bucks and it's you're just beating on it but 
I've seen those people out there, and you know, every weekend, it's like, man, that dude has five hundred dollars in the extra day, and I've seen him every Saturday all summer long. Exactly. Meanwhile, yeah, another guy I know has one hundred fifty dollars in sand rail, and he brought it here once. You know, and now so you go, okay, well, that guy just made way more bang for his buck. Yeah, because they, they break a lot. I mean, the the more expensive you get in this hobby, the faster you yeah. go, the more so you it, break. It grows, and it gets to the point of, yeah, you're, you know, generally, like right now, I want to go out today. I need to pull a header off and replace some exhaust caskets, yep. and, you know, I need to do about an hour's worth of work to go try to have an hour's worth of fun out there. People don't see that, though. <laughs> they just see your truck out every week, and they're like, yeah. man, I think it's just so reliable. It's like a Civic. Oh. No, yeah. it's not. They're no. not. They break constantly, but... I was you know, out there on seven cylinders the last time I was out there. <laughs> right, and I remember we were chasing around, yeah. So that just brings it back to that Team Dune Stars thing. All yep. of our friends, all of our extended friends, anyone that wants to be a part of what we're doing is is more than welcome. Um, we really, really want to advance this area even more so. Yeah. Um, you know, working with the SLRA, working with the DNR, like we want more dunes. I mean, bottom line, I'll, I'll say it flat out. My number one goal is more dunes. So they're never they're never going to that right. They're never <laughs> going to keep us open all night long. I just don't think they have the staff to do it. But from a safety aspect, give us more dunes. Give us yeah. one more hill. Give us two more hills. We are exploding out here, as you yep. can see from this summer, the summer of Corona. I mean, we had a short year, but every weekend was to capacity. If there was a real yep. capacity, I, mean, I do we have are to say, if you up. were a duner this summer, you and you still made the most of it. You kind of lucked out for hobbies and things that you spend your weekends doing because. Yeah, I mean, unfortunate for other people that had hobbies that got shut down. Yeah, I still got as much duning as I wanted in this year. I'm 100% in agreement. And it was. So, yeah, I, in some ways, I feel kind of selfish <clears throat> saying that, saying, oh, I got to keep doing what I got to do, knowing everyone got shut down. But right. at the same time, I mean, you can't, I don't even feel, you can't shut this place down. We There's, No, you can't. We were we were fortunate and, you know, um, they, they did their best to keep it closed for safety. And I'm, I'm totally with that to a degree. But at the dunes, I mean... You yeah. know, keep your distance on this, uh, on this, yep. you know, this virus and everything. Essentially, else. they told us, "Hey, just drive your vehicles more, yeah. and have more fun, have stay, a good time, stay yeah. away from each other." <laughs> and that's another thing, you know, with Michigan and, and talking about Michigan, our trail system in Michigan is unbelievable, unlike yeah. any other state. It's, so it's greatly overlooked. I feel for the people oh, that yes. do come here for the dunes, it's like you, you, you know, I've known people that have driven, yeah, it's over twenty hours to get here, that have maybe a UTV, and it's yep. like. Dude, take the day and drive two more hours to Baldwin. Yep. And spend a day doing trails. You'll never do that where you're from. And it'll blow your mind. They have like, no idea. And I didn't realize either until I started snowmobiling. I mean, we did some dirt biking around Baldwin. I knew the trail system was sweet. But once you start snowmobiling and you can go just hours and hours down these trails and see how the state of Michigan grooms these trails and takes care of it. So your ORV permit that you're paying for, that you're bitching about the $40 oh God, or whatever, so quit bitching about it do you have any idea what it takes to maintain not only our 500 acre dunes but the hundreds and hundreds of miles of trails like the money that has to go into it quit bitching about your rvs pay it i don't care if it's a hundred dollars pay it it's going to a good cause i mean quit that is i the number one and i see it other places even i feel like oklahoma they they put some money into uh, like bringing events in yes but like here yeah, you directly see the money going into the park. You know, the expansion of making the park wider, you know, of, yes, you see people complaining of, well, it's inconvenient now, but now that it's done, I haven't seen a lot as much praise for how awesome it is for traffic flow to get in there. You know, how, how amazing this summer's right. been when the one person gets stuck or the new person that didn't know it, you know, it comes down to it just as like the new person that didn't know to air the, or maybe. Hey, I aired my tires down, but I did to 25 pounds, not 15, and I still got stuck. I didn't. Now I got to go more, and 
you know what? Sweet, we have a lane now because they we funded this. Yeah. To open this up, so now the people don't get upset at that, and you can go. Hey, look, the guy's learning. He didn't know it made a little inconvenience, but no big deal. Right, and that it. that's a huge thanks to the SLRA and uh, the state of Michigan DNR, I mean, for making that happen. And yeah. it's really funny because, <clears throat> yeah, I guess in the years past, you'd have lines clear past, um, oh, you know, down to down to freaking heart. And now, I mean, how long can anyone honestly say they waited this year? I don't care if it was 4th of July. How long did you wait? Oh, yeah. Maybe 20 minutes? Yep. I, you know, part of the you know part of the fun is sometimes the line getting in and waving at people you know driving you know, by, whatever. The I mean, progression in the amount of the last couple of years is insane. It of is what you've what you used to have to put into, and I mean, it's an unfortunate. Ba- I'm speaking from yeah, of course, someone that's now p- positioned himself locally. But I used to trailer here week every weekend. I used to do the trailer voucher, and you know, to a point, that's where I went. All right, I'm just gonna move here. I'm done with that. So, I mean, I know the the grief of the people that are coming a ways. And oh, yeah. Like the whole voucher system. I mean, there's still, it's, I look at a standpoint, it's always like, it's, it's constant work. It's not like our DNR is like ever in a position where they say, this is the way it is and we don't care your feeling. It's, no. I just see constant evolution of perfecting a system of trying to, I mean, they literally are trying to funnel through a two roadway now system of i mean how many i would i've never looked into the numbers of what the flow of people through that place is a summer right i I should look i wouldn't i wouldn't know that number i'm sure dave spit it off right now he knows exactly what it is but um you know we're we're getting bigger and bigger and that's you know the push to for more dunes they work very well with the community of yeah let's get this flow down better hey that yeah we can't have lines all the way to pentwater every saturday the local police don't want to deal with that yep and you're right. I mean, the DNR don't just, they don't just say, oh, well, that's it. No, they're always, you know, it takes forever to do anything. It's yep. the state of Michigan. There's red tapes. There's all kinds of shit to deal with. But they are always open to listen and to work towards something. And we can see that with yep. the bathrooms, with the food yeah. truck, with the entrance ramp. And, you know, going back to um, a couple years back, our long travel invasion we did where we invited uh, Shreddy out and Wilkie out and stuff like that. That was the first time ever that we were actually allowed to sell products on the dunes. Now, the food, the ice cream, the bounce house, the event was free. Yep. But the state of Michigan actually gave us a permit to sell clothing. So Shreddy was allowed to sell clothing. We were allowed to sell clothing yep. right there on the sand dunes. We've done that with sand flicks as well. So um, they're not just open and shut. I mean, they are they are really, really willing to listen. And not that we ever want to make this place just, it's commercialized. It's just yeah. a big, stupid, freaking fun park. Like, yep. it's still the dunes. It's still about that that core value of wanting to get up here, shred, have a good time beat down the sand with yep. your friends, the bonfire. And that's the thing about Michigan too, is I've been to Glamis. I've been to Oklahoma. There's a ton that I haven't been to and I really want to travel to, but I love Glamis. The sheer size of it is, is overwhelming. Yeah, uh, love Oklahoma. I've been there twice. The people down there, unlike anyone you will ever meet, they are just beyond nice. And uh, you can ride all night long at both places. But what I like about Michigan and what other dunes don't have is when you come off the dunes at night, you've had a, unbelievably fun day you automatically as soon as you hit that pavement you have something to look forward to you're going back i don't care if you're in the campground at a house at a camper at a seasonal lot whatever you're going back you're gonna have some food you're gonna have a fire you're gonna have some beers you're gonna do whatever you do to make you happy and you're gonna sit around and talk about the day talk about the shit you got into talk about how sweet the dunes were what that idiot did or whatever like it's just that's another part of the weekend that I look forward to so much. And not saying that you don't have that in California or, you know, in, in Oklahoma. It's 
It's Almost just different. It's different. It's a it's little different. bit of a separation because you're not right there on the dunes. Yeah. You're going back to wherever you're staying with your family, with your friends, with your people. And it's just, there's no feeling like, you know, Mears, Michigan. I, I, no. I just, maybe it's just me. Maybe I got that no, drug in I, me I where it's just, uh, you know, there's no feeling. You know, when, you know, back to the days of my camping days of, you know, and, un, you know, now it's, it's, I've changed, you know, living here, <clears> it's changed me. I'm, I'm into the way I use the dunes is different now than what I used to use the dunes and what made me so interested. But now I've just, I enjoy them differently. But from like camping days, yeah, when I would come holiday weekends with the friend, it would, we would have those nights where it's like, all right, tonight is, you know, sort of like pizza factory pizza night, Friday night. Yep. Like we just did the whole voucher line stuff all day. No one, we're all burned out with doing the musical cars. We got our time slot for the weekend. No one wants to cook. That was our thing. That was like, we're getting Silver Lake pizza factory pizza. And like, we're cruising through town. We're going to go down Craig's cruisers. We're, you know, doing those types of things where then you, you so yeah, you're disassociated, but then it's like next morning when we wake up, yep. All right. Hey, what do we got to do? Mount the flag on this thing. Get ready to go. We got our 11 to noon time slot. We're ready to go yep. and get in the dunes. And yeah, for the rest of the day, it's dune stuff. And yeah, same thing. Exactly. Come but, back to the campground and Hey, what are we doing tonight? Okay. Are we going into town? Are we cooking here? Are we, you know, it's a, it's this whole separate adventure of the thing. And then you're up till two, three in the morning. Exactly. Your days are so much longer (laughs) because you, you coordinate that. But can we, can we swing back to the pizza argument? Cause we have the great Uh Uh silver Lake pizza argument. What, what is your favorite pizza up here? Ooh, I mean, and it's okay. You know, you're you're not sponsored yet, but we can, we can talk about real feelings here. What is your, I got to have this pizza. This is going to spark arguments. I'm go ahead. You got to say, I don't (laughs) care. Say it. All right, I am a, I am a fan of the Silver Lake Pizza Factory. That's, okay, that's pretty high on my list. Okay, um, the Golden Sands Pizza. Yep, pretty high. Yep, I'm trying to think. Don't of, just start listing them all often. No, you got to hurt some feelings here. We got to hurt some feelings. I'm trying to think. of You what can do I'm your actually, one, two, and three. Well, and I've tried. What's the one in Heart? The BC's. Heart, oh, BC Pizza, and then them. there's Heart Pizza as well. I don't think I've and actually tried Heart. Don't so I discount do my favorite. Throw it out there. Oh, you're you're killing me. The point, the point, the roundabout oh, gas station. Yep. I don't know if there, I've ever had them. If honestly, you order Uh-oh. okay, this is you know if you order a pizza from them, light sauce. It's my favorite pepperoni only. I'm basic. Um, they have the best pizza hands down. Up All right, now, so I won't vote for the point. I'm gonna vote for the point. I, I need love to get a board. Factory. I think I'm gonna get a board in here, and I need to start Can scoring guests. Yeah, every guest. I'm gonna make let's, a note of that. Yeah, every guest. Let's. I'm gonna start. That's local. Tally. We want their best pizza choices. Now, I won't discount Pizza Factory. They're incredible. I won't discount the golf course. Like their pizza a lot. Right. But th- I will say what I like about Pizza Factory and why I'm a fan of it, and people won't deny it. it's if I want a greasy, cheesy pizza. I want pizza, Silver Lake Pizza Factory. I get it. It's, I get it. It's a mood thing. I am a yep. mood eater. So it's not like if I'm like, oh, I want pizza, bam, I'm ordering them. I do it's have, mood. I, I enjoy several pizzas because everyone is very different up here. So yep. it is a very thing. It's like, tonight, this is what I'm feeling. And yep. yeah, there's some nights where it's like, I want as much grease and cheese as possible, and I'm ordering Silver Lake Pizza Factory. Right. <laughs> and that's, you know, then we're not swinging off topic here, people. This is very important when this it comes important. to the life, uh, the nightlife of Silver Lake. So I will say the golf course, uh, Golden Sands Bucket Bar, their tater tots are the best thing I've had up here. 
Um, it's not pizza related, but that's why I don't get pizza there because I get a large order of that. Oh, okay. Um, they I got believe the other stuff. The Kalinda's uh, sprinkle crack upon them, and that's why I'm <laughs> yeah. so heavily addicted to these MSG tater tots. Crack. Yeah, it's just, just <laughs> unbelievable what they do over there. Great people. So, yeah, but I think the the pizza board should be uh, a definite thing for all guests. Vote your best local pizza, and mine is the point. Yep, I'm gonna I'm marking it down. We got a note. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get this on the wall here, and uh, every person now. Will hey, at start. least we're entertaining ourselves. I don't know if anyone else will be entertained, but we're having a good. I time. don't care because this is something <laughs> that it is like. Uh, even with me and my wife, when it is, it's like, oh, let's have a pizza tonight. Where, unfortunately, we know several great people that own businesses up here that have pizza, and it's like, yep. well, tonight we're going over here and. We're not telling anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're it's just okay. going we're to gonna have these to, ones. <laughs> we're going to have to hurt some feelings here because the pizza debate at Silver Lake. Yeah. But that's just part of the nightlife Luckily, here. Luckily, everybody makes great stuff. Right. Busy. And I mean, you get, a, you get a pizza to go. You got a big fire going. You got, for me, it's a Jack and Coke uh, around the fire. Talking exactly shit. It. Having fun. You laughing. Know, it's half the time, you, you know, going to those nights, you get the nights where it's like, if nobody broke anything that day. You know, it's like it's the best. Day. Oh, sweet! You're chilling, hanging out. Yep. Yeah, everyone's like <clears throat> super into cooking some food. But yep. But then at other times, you get the nights where it's one person in the group uh, destroyed something, or oh yeah, we got to run into town and get a part. Or that's right. Hey, tomorrow, eight a.m. Who's waking up to go to? T- who needs to? <clears throat> who broke stuff today? Who, what do we got to wrangle up? Our vouchers. You know, we got to be in there by eleven. Or that's all, all that type of stuff. There's so many stories that I specifically myself think back to with my friends, where it's like. Dude, remember when we, you know, Memorial Weekend, this year, blah, 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 where the whole weekend it was focused on trying to find a ball bearing because you had to drive yeah. your daily driver back to work on Monday. So, like, you broke it Friday. <laughs> You're driving the, to Muskegon to yeah. AutoZone to find something that sort of The whole weekend was like, sweet, Sunday night, we finally got you fixed. You can go to work in the morning. Yep. Like, good. <laughs> and that's and that's just part of doing it. And you pay to play or whatever they, whatever they always say. And, uh, you know, we break. And that's another thing where... I'm really unfortunate from the people I have. I mean, uh, John Thomas with JT Creations, he built the truck for me. I would have never been able to do it without him. A lot of passion went into it, and uh, he's just one of my great friends, and he was willing to... Let's get to... into, yeah, like some of your truck setup and what's yeah, been the sure. progress. What's um, been... I'm pretty curious knowing I've only... Did you... I think the first time I ever remember seeing you, you had that F-150, yes, right? Yes, So maybe even before the F-150, I don't know any of your prior track, but go quick so it that was, and I'll do get I'll do it quick. We started as a wee lad. No, I had a, uh, <laughs> a I had boy. a CRF 450 Honda. Um, I had a CR 250 Honda, and then I went to a KX 450F. So I was on dirt bikes. It's what I like to do it out here. It seems like the big, tra- it's always dirt bikes, quads started. Right. I was transition. never good on quads. Quads are amazing. And when I see people jumping quads and riding quads, I'm like, it's so badass. You can drift them around, but they're just flying them yeah, through the air for me. sketch me out i'm all set i'm all set more power to the quad riders quad up but uh so i ended up you know john who built my truck he had this f-150 little white shit box had an old cst front end kit on it 10 inch foxes engine cage and it had a pretty decent interior cage um devers in the back and glass all the way around and he was like i'm looking at this thing he's like oh, i'm gonna sell it you know he's got a long travel it's not for me whatever and i'm just drooling i mean i'm not a giant ford fan but i had to have this thing it's like what do you gotta have he gave me a price i couldn't refuse i scrounged up the money bought this thing fell in love with it broke the trans out of it 352 times it was a slow <laughs> turd i could have freaking kayaked past it through the dunes it's just a turd so um ended up 
you know, trying to do everything I could do it. So I started to work on it. I wrapped it just to give it a better appearance. People liked it, you know, and then I started fixing little problems with it. And it ended up being a pretty cool truck. And I wanted, you know, I wanted that LS power. I wanted a Chevy. And I reached out to a guy um, who had my truck currently. And uh, it was a um, 01 Silverado rust free six liter swapped with cam exhaust some other shit it had devers with stock bilsteins on it also had a cst kit with 10 inch foxes and he traded me for the f-150 we met up traded i was, was like that the oh, one, wasn't it wasn't it, was, it a long box it was well? a long box I it, it got quoted long box larry it came with toe mirrors <laughs> on it and i brought it here and beat the dog shit out of it i remember our the dunes. first time i remember seeing you in that truck i believe <laughs> was in the river mirror and i saw you come over the top of a hill in the air and i just remember going is that a long box (laughs) it's i don't know if mcneil or fiberworks or who made the fiberglass for this but they uh they've taken two bedsides and i believe molded them together to make this it was in fact a long box uh, my very first sight of that truck was in the air coming over the dune full (laughs) sand explosion and i literally because it was it was black. Wasn't were they black? It was all black. Yeah, yeah. flat black. Yep. So I remember telling. I don't know who it was. I just remember I was like, that thing looks like a big orca whale, like crashing <laughs> over a dune. It's just huge, just boosh. It was ridiculous, but I had a blast in it. And finally, I had power. I was like, oh my god. So I took John for a ride in the damn thing, and he's like, well, this is amazing. You're gonna kill yourself. We have to cage this thing. So it started out as uh, just a cage was gonna go in it. And then I talked him into back halfing it, doing a full build. So we went front to back, cut the frame at the cab, full tube rear end, uh, four linked kings all the way around. I got three O's up front IBPs with bumps. Um, I have a Zona Motorsports front end kit on it. Um, shout out to Bobby. He's been unbelievable. Such a great guy. If you guys need a really good bolt on kit, hit up Zona. They're awesome. Um, and then we just had a 10-bolt rear axle that actually lasted forever. It was bent to shit from when it was long box, Larry. Uh, but we linked on it, and we made it work. And, uh, dude, the truck's been great. Three-seat setup. Um, it's had a ton of kinks to work out over the years, but I finally got it dialed into where I really, really, really like it. Uh, it goes through the dunes fast as hell. It'll eat any whoop that I put at it, and it jumps really nice. I mean, for a 5,000-pound truck, it jumps really, yeah. really nice. So, yep, 6.0 attached to a turbo 400. And it's got a strange housing nine inch rear axle now. Um, and I'm really happy with it. I'm going to change the steering up on it this year. And I think we're going to be pretty much to the point where I can say is it's done. Yeah. It's, I, I'm, is it weird to say I am approaching it, it's, dangerous it's territories done? of that same where I'm like, this, this winter I have plans of putting my truck away because it's like, oh, I mean, I, okay, I have a couple things I want to <clears> change up the spring or, you know, some minor things. But yeah, to the point where I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm uh, cutting into it this year. It's weird to say <laughs> I don't, and I don't think I've ever said it out loud until right now, sitting in this chair. I was like, it's it's it's, it's fucking done. The thing's yeah. done. I've got some well, when where I'm at is I've got some interior stuff I need to finish up my dash and some white. Where that's like I plan on doing that inside. Some in my more war, wood. My warm get the, house. Get the two yeah. by fours out. Yep. And the I need to put a nice stain and lacquer <laughs> yes. coat on. I like that. <laughs> You should do a live edge dash, you know, just leave the bark on it and kind of find just a a nice, I I like it. I want to maybe do some nice machined edge trimming. I like that. If you haven't (laughs) seen the interior of Nate's truck, it's uh, it's a woodworker's dream. Hopefully, I got some ideas this year to uh, hopefully finish it. It's badass. uh, I like it. You have one of the most unique trucks out there. It's a crowd pleaser. People go crazy for your truck. So it's it's really, it's really cool. Same same transition and progression of yeah, built the thing and yeah, the you know, the years of we were talking before we started of yeah, I'm in my third year of 
driving and progressing. Yeah, the truck of yeah the the very first summer it was uh, you know I I think I can say I've always driven it out of the dunes except once I've gotten I've gotten towed once because a fuel pump died. So I, I got towed out once, but other than that, I mean I've even snapped stuff and I've driven it out because I've refused like a tow with like ratchet straps yeah, holding yep, stuff yep, together. Yep. I'm like. I'm good. I'll cruise. We got it. Get to the trailer. <laughs> so I'm always proud of that. But it's, I like this summer, I've knock on wood of, I've got a few, you know, I've had like, oh, my trans O-ring is still leaking still. I've got, but you like, made it out. I've got to fit. Well, it's, it's still doing that. I've got to figure a different solution out for a trans dipstick. Cause like, I just deal with this thing leaking all the time. Right. Like it's a little, okay. I always deal with that. So I want to get that dealt with there. That's where I'm at with like, okay, I got to figure out these little tiny little anno- things that annoy me. I think no matter what with these trucks, there's always parts of them that are pretty oh, yeah. shit boxy. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, my girl is so funny the other day. She she had to drive the truck from um, the cabin to Scott Dion's and I drove my car. And I'm um, following her and she's struggling with the steering. Turning the 37s yeah. with the rack and pinion. On the pavement. We, yeah, we get it. We get into Scott. We get into Scott's driveway and she gets out and she goes, Why is everything you own a piece of shit? <laughs> It's like, oh, that just just <laughs> deflated my sails. But uh, no, it's just, you know, there's always those little quirks about them that are going to drive you nuts. But you'll end up getting it right. Yep. And that's why I sit here and say, wow, I think there's really nothing else that I want to do to it. Yeah. It's it's so dialed into where I like it right well, now. Well, now you've got to the point. So you just came back from Oklahoma with it, too. Yeah. yeah? So how yeah. did it perform down there? I literally fed it the corn the entire yep. time i was there the best the so shit out of it you can experience i know you can relate to the experience that i have experienced if you own a truck from michigan and you have not experienced running a bull highline bull and crossing over a bull in yeah. a truck staring off at sky and just no you're just all you see is your hood and sky and you're following like i have buddies i go meet up with and yeah, what follow. were you following a, a razor a four okay so razor. that's what i was following too is a side by side they'll go out in bulls and they're doing the top switching them yeah. crossing over well, in a pickup truck, all you see is sky yep. and hood, and you because they disappear over the top, and you're just going, whatever they're doing, I'm just blindly sending a five thousand pound truck over a transition yep. of a spine yep. into another bull, and we're just doing whatever's on the backside. It's wild. And it it's is the, pretty nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> it's the coolest feeling. And thank you. Got to have good friends down there. Yep, you do. <laughs> and uh, I will say, I was able to use some paddles for the first time. <clears throat> and that was really, really cool. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without him, I don't think, because the truck is just so heavy. I think I would have just pushed. Pushed. But uh was able to stay on top with the paddles. And um uh, want to take a shout-out to uh, my buddy Jake. He's got a truck that's just like Cody Watson's. Um, okay, so, Chevy. Yep, yep, Chevy. Griffin Fab front-end four-wheel drive. Okay. So, But it's like a short course link in the back. And he was our MVP out there because I did get stuck. I get stuck a lot because oh, I'm so reckless. He's got I'm four wheel drive. Yeah, he's so he's got the four wheel. So he's running the bulls with us. And you know, I parked in like one weird spot up on the on the top of the hill and buried the paddles. And he pulled me right out. And he pulled John out. Uh, John had his pre runner down there, which is a single cab linked Chevy, and he was just going hard. <laughs> Ended up thinking it was a good idea to take the Chevy into the woods. I know you probably Ugh. saw the woods down there. And he I just have. hard right into the woods, starts tearing these trails, buries this freaking truck. So Jake went back there somehow, got him out. I mean, Jake was MVP. So that was, that Dude, was really good. When cool. I was, so I went down for, <clears throat> just before you guys went down, I yep. had gone down for a UTV invasion. Yeah, it was a week before, man. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so the people I'm with, I've gone down several times. Well, 
I'm I'm getting to the point. I've I've almost got the place. I've been enough where I'm like I'm finally getting the place mapped out. I can kind of go in there. Well, so I thought this is where I was at. I so okay. I thought I could manage leaving the event and going back to campground by myself. I went, yeah, I got it now. I know I know where I need to go. I know what bowls I need to cut. Because the way it's laid out, you kind of have to cross the dunes in the middle across where we were. We were in the, like the south lot. Yep, yep. So you have to like come up the dunes, cross them, and then keep coming. So I'm going, well, I go a little bit too far, and I get into, yeah, these trees. Well, it starts looking like an area I feel like I've been before. And I'm, oh, go- shit. I'm looking down this hill from my truck, and I'm going, if you go down in there, you and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been down in there. I think on the other side of this is the parking lot. I'm pretty sure this all looks the same. So I drop down this hill that I know I cannot go back up. I right. When I drop in this, I'm You're, going. Point of no return. I go in. It immediately, like, sharply tighter than my turning radius shoots around this tree and it's straight in front is a swamp and i dropped the front end over this ledge and my front tires are in oh, this mucky water no and my rear end sitting in this soft sand and it's a straight hill behind me and it's a turn and i'm going and my buddies are all like back at the event and yeah. my cell doesn't work my radio uh wasn't working in my truck and i'm like oh i fucked up yeah i fucked up big <laughs> And all of a sudden, this dude comes out with this little, like, I think it was a mule, some Kawasaki four-wheel drive thing that's in this trail system. He comes out on the front, and he's like, the look on his face, he's like, oh, dude, you're screwed. And I'm like, yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah. And then another guy, his buddy comes around from the, behind me. So these two guys, anyway, it, they hooked on the thing, and they had a, I don't know, it's like one of these stretchy rope things. And they yeah. were both, like, tugging me back and forth. And they literally just yanked my truck back up and got me on this hill. Well, then... So, and I'm, so this is like, we're an hour in now and it's starting to get dark and these guys are just like helping me. So we're like best friends now. They're the nicest. Yeah. They're the, the people down now. there. Unbelievable. I'm just like blown up. Cause I'm, I'm literally looking there. I'm like, I'm so active, dude. My truck yeah. is going in a swamp in the middle of Oklahoma. I have no, all the people I know here, I cannot contact. I've got these two dudes who are super nice, but they have way too much faith in their little four wheel drive side, side by side. Yeah. And I'm like not giving them any credit. And they literally, I'm just. They're just like, well, you, we'll just hook on it, and I'm like, dude, do your thing, honestly, like, because I, I didn't do well. My, my, my decisions are <laughs> not working well. Obviously, I'm an idiot. So yeah. if you want to help me out, that'd be great. And they start I felt yanking that. on the thing. They get the thing out, and now yeah, they're like, well, you just want to follow us through these trails, and we'll just see where they go. And I'm like, all right, buddies, let's go. You're my new best friends. And dude, we were probably in those woods for 40 minutes on these trails, and I'm like, where the hell are we? And they're like. I think it's the next bend. And same thing. We're in just, uh, dude, it was like a two hour adventure. And then we pop out literally. So the first about two hours before where I thought I was, we finally get to that spot. And I go, sweet. Now I know where we're at. We go down this hill and there's a parking lot. We got out, but it's that type of stuff where I was. Yeah. The, if you had, I don't think a pre-runner is the best choice for those. No. But if you have a side-by-side, those <clears throat> trail systems are awesome. I was lucky <laughs> enough to, uh, Dave, let me borrow his uh, Turbo S and, we went out there one night with a group of 12 that knows those woods like the back of their hand. Yeah, at night. And we were on the radios. We had all the lights going, music jamming. I had more fun than I've had in Good. a long time. Uh, those trails there, that's a really cool part of Oklahoma that people don't really realize. Like yeah, The nightlife stuff. The nightlife insane. through the woods, through those trails. It's like Michigan trails, but you're in the dunes still. It's really cool. If you guys haven't been to Little Sarah, Oklahoma, check them out. They're, they are unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like 14 hour drive i mean it's a yeah. hike but it's not glamorous Dude, it's, it's not 40 hours it's it's worth it you need to go we were down there they did you see the lasers they brought out there for i did that was wild Dude, insane it's like midnight one in the morning there's lasers going off yeah we, we had them up on top of a bowl 
So people are ripping this bowl with all their lights on, their whips on and stuff. Lasers are going off. Music. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. Just to the point where, yeah. It's, it's lawless. Like, I'm telling you, there's a bit of lawlessness oh, yeah. out there that's really nuts. cool. Yeah, that's uh, Little Sarah is, is a blast. Absolutely. just it's That's where, though, I mean, yeah, not to like that we're bagging on Michigan dunes because that's the thing. The great thing about <clears throat> the dunes across the country is, yes, they all have their great things. And the yep. great thing of Silver Lake is, yes, the... You, just, you can't replace it's just the pizza. That's it. That's all. Come <laughs> yeah, here for the, the pizza. pizza. That's all you fucking get. You get 400 acres and some pizza. Okay, quit your bitching about your RVs. If you take anything from this, that's what you take. That's where, you know, and that's where, like, uh, yeah, what we pay. I, I think I talked about it with Dueling. When Dueling was on here, we were talking about, like, what you have to pay, you know, at different places. Like, for a seasonal pass down in Oklahoma, it's like, I, I believe it's three or $400. My buddies buy it. Really? Yeah. I, I just bought day passes and the wristbands and so I felt yeah, cool, but, if you go but for I didn't a know day, that. It's like 10 bucks a day. Yeah. So if you, I mean, you if, do you're, it a lot. if you're semi-local and go 20 times, well, you just spent 200 bucks to go that summer. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, Michigan, we spend, yeah, fi- I mean, 50 bucks and I go like 50 times. If, <laughs> you know, it's like, it costs me, my ratio of cost is like a dollar a trip. Exa- exactly. And that's the thing. You're not just buying your RV for the dunes. Use our trails. Go have fun in them. Yeah. They're awesome. Yep. So, yeah, that's what people really, really need to, you know, quit bitching, I guess. Is <laughs> well, and hopefully just bitching. bring more light of there is just that. I, it's, I think with anything you've seen, I think what side-by-side is introduced to the ORV world and what Michigan has seen is just the explosion of people coming <clears throat> to a new hobby and a new sport. Yep. Unfortunately, the side of it, you, how many times do you see somebody buy a brand new side-by-side and first trip, they're getting carted out of here. Yeah, because they just do not understand what they just signed up for and the progression that, you know, there's people that when they got into it, they they bought a rhino and right. they couldn't send the thing off of the top of a hill pinned and land at the bottom. Well, now those people have developed, you know, side by sides to the point where if you don't know what you're buying and signing up for, you mm-hmm. buy these things and you see these people and you go, wow, that's. Yeah. But at the same time, you you just get a, this massive flood of people that maybe don't understand. And I think you see that with any growth of anything. You do. And I think it's cool that you can walk into a dealer, buy side-by-side, whether it's Can-Am, Honda, Kawi, or Razor, of course, that are so capable. Dude, I mean, insane. I'm scared unbelievably. Of them. I'm scared of them, too. <laughs> I'm scared I of want, them. I want an XRS RR in a bad way. I want a Can-Am. But, uh, I've only drove in one Can-Am. I have one side by side ever. And it was a Can Am X three with the Evo Five <clears throat> kit on it. Oh yeah. With paddles. And I mean in one lap, and it was a buddy from Oklahoma who bought it. So he came They're up so here. So fast. Never been here. He goes, Take me for a lap. Never pushed the paddle thrust fifty percent and I almost rolled us like ten times. Because I'm used to swinging a big truck Two-seater around. Two seat or four seat. Two seat. Two seat. Who was your buddy? Um uh buddha i forget uh, okay Mike. okay okay he's got yeah. the white and red one yeah my buddy my buddy kale down there uh he has he's got a double r and he's got a ton of money Dude. into it and he, he let he let us take it for and i literally went a mile and turned around but i couldn't believe how fucking fast this thing was it felt like a buggy i'm like i literally told him I said, it's point and shoot oh my god Because if you because so i took him for a lap almost rolled this thing because i'm used to sliding my truck i like sliding well this yeah. thing has paddles and horsepower so i'm like sliding it barely touching the throttle and it's like doing wheelies out of a corner and i'm yeah. like almost rolling They're wild. Like, dude this thing's scary we get back and he goes dude it should be faster than that i'm kind of bummed and i was like <laughs> what and i was like well i never even went past 50 percent throttle he's like are you kidding me goes, let's go again i want a flat he goes what's flat flat footed up something 
So I go up uh, Sunset Hill. Yeah. Bottom of that, flat foot it, and we're doing a wheelie up this thing. And I'm flat footing up the top. And yeah, I was trying to, I didn't even know we were, not like a sky wheel. Right, right. But you had no steering left. I wanted to steer at the top and we're we're going straight. And it like, you know, I kind of had that one second freak out moment where I'm like, let go of the gas, you idiot. Like, then you can steer. But it was to the point where I was like, dude, this thing's. He's like, well, how is that? I was like, it's literally just point and shoot the thing where you want it to go in now. It's a They're wild. ship. They are wild. <laughs> so that's why people that, you know, new timers that, are, you know, want to know what, what's the best thing to get out there and this, that, and the other thing. You have to respect it. I mean, I oh, guess yeah. I'm lucky because I started younger and I started exactly. on a dirt bike. And I mean, you got to have a lot of respect for a dirt bike too, obviously. But yep. you have that automatically when you're trying to balance and shift. Yep. When you're point and shoot, like you say, hit the gas and go. I mean, you don't realize sometimes and we see people you wreck get a the, lot. Yeah, the ref- you don't realize <clears throat> the reflexes you need to. Yeah, you get that panic moment where, you know, the whiskey throttle moments. Right. I mean, like when I was a kid, I remember learning when I first got my two-stroke race 60 i whiskey throughout i went through about Dude, four rear fenders sketchy. i went through about four <laughs> rear fenders before i figured out how to hole shot in first gear because i went from a four-stroke trail bike to all of a sudden my dad bought me this race 60 with two-stroke mixing one tain octane fuel here you go bud ripper yeah and i'm used to winding the thing wide open and dumping the clutch well it's that exactly but i learned that at you know five six years old transitioning up to now exactly that's where i know it's like i know people that have never driven a thing ever in their life and they just bought an x3 your respect builds <laughs> and our dunes are totally different where we go over hills where yeah. people from oklahoma and california and they think we're ridiculous because none of them do you but you can't yeah. when you're in those bowls, there's no bowls there's here. no bowls so when you're in those bowls you can't just go straight over you will either just frame out or go barrel rolling down the other side and it's a yeah. horrible fiery crash so um it, we have a way, way different dunes out here, but you have to respect anywhere you are off road, yeah. and and it made that's me, a big I thing. didn't realize until I went <clears throat> to a new place because yeah, I've grown up in West Michigan my whole life. Until I traveled and went to a new set of dunes and got the shit scared out of me of because yeah, I did that, drove over a hill, went flying down the backside, you know, just through totally was out of my element where I was like, wow, I totally assumed I knew what this you know to the point where I was like. Holy shit, this is what it feels like for these people that have, you know, it's, I, I, I guess it gives me a little more sympathy of, I've seen the people, you know, the people that are maybe going the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe it's like, they might not be trying to go the wrong way because they don't, they're so scared. It's like, well, there's a big sign right there. I've talked, I've actually stopped a few people and I'm like, yo, 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 hey, you can't be driving this way. And they're like, well, what do you mean? It's like the big sign right here. You didn't see that. And it's like, uh, no, honestly, like they're like in a moment of like, so scared. They're not even like Though their adrenaline's going. Yeah. yeah. And they've and never been here like, before. Dude, this is sketchy. I'm like, hey, these big red signs definitely run. And then it's like, they realize it. They have this moment where I'm like, oh, crap. They're, you know, it's not like they're dumb or they're, yeah, they're in this moment. It's like they've never been to this place. And then granted, I'm somebody, I'm like ripping past them as fast as I possibly can. And like, I try to give them space. But still, it's just like, oh, that vehicle's out here. Okay. That's scary. What's yeah. over this hill? And it's just like, yeah, that's, you know, it's. That's the unfortunate side of the progression of learning of if you've grown up here versus your brand new versus your brand new. Maybe you don't have that understanding of like, I think because that's the thing is people assume they're so small, but it's like, yes, you if you're new, you can learn them in a weekend. Our dunes, if you forgot, you know, oh, you can learn them. But it's like if you don't understand that it takes a couple laps to learn them and someone's on their first lap ever out there, it's like. Yo, yeah, that dude's got to like under, you know, he's got to learn 450 acres of layout. He's plus people are, 
everywhere. Everywhere. That's it's people not that our haven't size. memorized are everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just the size; it's the sheer amount of people that are out there. So I really think it's important for people like you and I that are up here all weekend and we throw tons of money at this place. Like, we need to help people, and yep. and I I really encourage people that know the rules of these dunes when you see the renters we have a ton of renters when you see the yep. red jeeps when you see any of those quads or those side by sides and you see them doing something they're not supposed to be doing they probably do not know they're doing yeah. anything wrong help them out what That's else are you doing you're, you're lapping not, right it's just they're confused yeah you're lapping 400 acres it's not going anywhere pull over and help a new duner out educate yep. them correctly keep everyone safe yep. don't just laugh at them as you drive by like oh those yep. idiots like no help people you know? But that's where I do see it seems uh, the nice thing that I see here is the amount of groups there are, are like you. It seems every weekend anymore is some roundup of, you know, Honda 250R, two, right. 250 yep. quads. Well, they got, a, you know, they got 20 buddies from across the country that drive here this whatever, you know, weekend it is. They come here to do their thing. And it's like you notice it's like, oh, dude, there's like 20 of these 80s, like mint 250Rs. And these dudes, that's what they're in here. They're <clears> doing their thing. That's sick. They're off. You know, like, I see a lot more of that here at our dunes of, you know, and then it grows even there. You have the lawn travel roundup, the pre-runner invasion. You know, what's seeing the growth of, like, pre-runner invasion in the last five years of seeing what the amount of trucks that used to be there to now. Oh, it's crazy. It's that whole beach is filled up yeah, with trucks. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's, um, you know, that's something we're going to do. Like, the pre-runner invasion's always been, like, a, a, a low-key event. And it started yeah. it started what, with Tyson back in the what day. What was, yeah, let's get into <clears throat> some of the event stuff and how unfortunately corona played into this year if we didn't get to enjoy a lot of these great things but kind of uh maybe from the beginning of yeah like uh pre-run evasion lawn trail roundup some of these ones that you guys have kind of helped take over and now are carrying the load of planning because that's yeah it's that's some of it. these events started out as you know a couple buddies doing a thing and now it's exactly it's transitioned to this thing where it's like oh like well t- everyone wants to come and be included yeah. That's a lot to manage. Oh, we have responsibility now? And this yeah. Is, oh, damn it. So um, now it's like you're managing, trying to organize it is. all it's of these tough. people coming. It's tough. So luckily, pre-runner invasion super low-key. Tyson kind of created it back in the day to be that way. Um, and it got to a point where it was growing and growing. It's early in the season, so a lot of people yeah. are still broken. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's something that um, I know that's really important to Tyson, Amanda, and Luke. Um, keep it on that Mother's Day weekend because it kind of kicks you in the ass to get your truck done. Yep, you know what I mean? Is. And there's not a lot of people out there. It's kind of a, a kickoff to the season, if you yep. will. And uh, You're trying to form a bunch. Of, <clears throat> this is where, so this is where I, I like to get try to get, I feel something across of like, this is how I feel. Uh, maybe someone, I'm like, I like to drive my vehicle fast. I, I look at myself as trying to be, it's like, I need to be responsible how I use the dunes. So yeah. I look at, it's like, Yes, it's smart to plan an event where we're going to try to formulate a bunch of people that all want to go fast. Yep. We're going to do it early in the year. When, when no people, one's out. People don't want to be at the beach with their kids and having a picnic. And that, you know, it's the, you know, I remember many a pre-runner invasion, you know, there's fog in the whole place. You're in a winter jacket still. You're yep. in a hoodie. You know, and it, it makes for that thing. It's like, I view that as like, hey, we're trying to be responsible. We're trying to use this park, you know, be fast. Yeah. If we're going to invite all these 5,000 pound trucks out to do laps and stuff like that. But that's the thing is we didn't, um, you know, the first few years we took it over, we kind of wanted it to be a permitted, legit, good event. But then the more we thought about it, it's like, you know what? We're not really doing anything but actually duning. So what makes more sense for everyone? And we were going to do it this year, but unfortunately, Corona uh, caused us to cancel that. We want to meet at the golf course. 
We want to have a pre-runner. Pre, yeah, Golden Sands yeah. Golf Course here. And uh, Kalinda's were awesome about it. They love it. They love the idea. We all want to meet in the parking lot, have a little truck show, because that's what we do anyways yeah. when we're out there. So we'll all check everyone's out and then have a unsanctioned, quote-unquote, parade. Let's all leave and go to the dunes. Yep. And that's what we'll do. And then everyone just enjoy your day from there. Do laps. Obviously, it's going to be like anything else. We're going to find jump spots. We're going to lap. We're going to have fun. Yep. So... I think next year, that's how it's going to go. Same weekend, Mother's Day. But then we get to eat those tater tots with crack in them. (laughs) So, I mean, if you think about it, what, you know, it just makes sense. It's just like trying the, it's, I, you know, knowing, I'm sure every group is like this, but I just know that I'm being in a pre-runner group and knowing that I can relate to those guys. It's the thing about coming to the dunes is like, yes, everybody up here loves the dunes. But then there's that extra niche of like, but I enjoy the dunes because I have a pre-runner and it's like, oh, but I can talk to this guy who has been, you know. Like you, you mentioned it in there. You said like it's it's a truck show. I literally think of Silver Lake as it is a car show. It, it is. is it is a car show on the dunes. You will see. You can see fully restored seventies, eighties truck. You know, unfortunately, those are diminishing because people don't like lease springs anymore out there. Things are getting rough. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Devers though. Devers are badass if you got is, them dialed. It is transitioning. You're seeing the transition of what people are. In, you know, investing money and the tra- right. you know the pre runners are going on the lawn travels, the side yep. by sides. It's it's just transition of the times, but yeah, it's still at the end of the day, if you get those people, you know, I have people that I dune with that, yeah, still have, don't have a pre-runner. I go out there, they have whatever, an 80 Chevy, or they have a long travel rail, or they have a stock daily driver pickup. Yep. And it's <clears throat> just, it's still like, just because I have a pre-runner doesn't mean every one of my friends that I dune with is a, has a pre-runner. You know, it's now when I'm out there by myself and my friends aren't there, I'm going, all right, I'm going to try to chase down this guy that has a truck because we're, you know, exactly. I want to match his speed. It's or, fun. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. chasing following people, chasing people, not to interrupt you is the yeah. most fun in a pre-runner. But I'm just like you, 80% of my friends, no one else has a pre-runner. I mean, I was just lucky yeah. enough from that like I fell into it. They back all got to your core group, yeah. back to your group that you're, you're still hanging out with those. My, dudes my that, family, yeah. if you will. You've all graduated from tents <clears throat> and dirt bikes to you yeah. know, cabins or trailers or tow rigs to side by you know everyone we all group, have something different and it's really transitions cool. but yep. yes exactly it's that's you know some of the fun of you know giving rides is a thing it's partly fun having friends that you know i have a friend that has a, a, a rock bouncer oh it's, hell yeah that's that's fun to get a ride in hell yeah you know i have friends that have yeah fast side by sides <clears throat> i don't have one and i've barely you know no little experience driving them but it's fun to ride with them because yeah. That's what they're into, and they're like, they know how, that's it's like, oh, that's a different experience than what I do with my truck. How they dune, they do different things, you know. And it's so it just it, it's fun being in that group still of like, oh yeah, dude, hey, let's go. I'll give you a lap, you give me a lap. You know, switching off and that type of stuff is you just see. I would say like when I was out in Glamis, I was giving rides to people. I spent one day, I just was like this whole group around me. Just pumping people in my truck, running through whoops down Sand Highway. Yeah. And I'm getting like done. I get this guy gets in my truck and he's like, dude, thanks for doing this. This is nuts. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, nobody gives rides out here. He goes, dude, as soon as you give a ride, he goes, people are suing you. He goes, all people care about is liability and this. Yeah. You know, it kind of totally bummed me out. I was like, dude, I just gave like 20 people a ride. And they now they were all pumped. Now I didn't realize. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you don't realize. He's like, none of those people have ever ridden in a pre-runner. They all had side by sides and they go, they've seen, they see them every weekend. They've never, those dudes will never like talk to us. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, dude, that's so, okay. That kind of bums me out because I don't feel that vibe at Silver Lake. And now, granted, I'm not, 
this is testy waters now because it's, I feel like this summer I've dealt with somewhere it's like you get maybe a flood of people. Then it's like, there's certain times where it's unfortunate. It's like, I give rides when I can. Yeah. But then there's other times where it's like, yeah, I'm out there and it's like, oh, my truck's running on seven cylinders. I got to get out of here. My fuel pump's dying. And then you get that person. Yo, man, this thing's sick. Your ride's awesome. Can I get a ride? And you're like, dude, like, I'm sorry. I'm out of here. Like this thing's, I got to go get it fixed. And every time I'm like, I feel like he you thinks feel, it's bullshit. Yeah, you like, feel bummer, but they break all the time. And yeah, I, that it's yeah. getting to that point where I'm like, dude, like, don't take it wrong. I'm sorry. Like, come out here. Oh, I only come here one weekend a year. It's like, I can't control it, dude. This thing literally breaks like every week. Yeah, like, it's a constant. I when love it's good, giving it's rides good. too, though, and and it's scary, man. It's like I give so many rides to people that I don't know because. You know, dad will come up and their kids like, dude, they absolutely love your truck. It's their favorite dune oh, toy. Yeah. Can they get a ride? Yeah, hell yeah, they can get a ride. Yeah. But in the you back, you want of my, people to know yeah, what it, it's like. In the back of my head, I'm like, are you gonna fucking sue me? Like, if something happens or if, if yeah. it hurts, like that's so scary. But <clears throat> I really somewhat take the risk and I go a little bit slower. And yeah, just give like, yeah, you dial you it back it a little bit and give someone a ride because it's gonna make. I know that if I was that little kid. Yeah, it would make my whole freaking life, man. I'd be bragging about it to all my friends yep. and this, that, and the other thing. So if, if I can improve someone's experience here by giving them a ride, hell yeah, let's yep. go. But you know, it is it's it, it is a liability and it is a little bit scary, but it's a risk that I'm willing to take, man. I like I like yeah. making people happy to so. get exactly get that kid in there. I mean, <clears throat> hopefully the statistics, the amount of people that told me they're building a pre runner. I hope I see them all out there. Right, but you know, it, it is it's. If I've had twenty people tell me, "Dude, I'm this is it. I'm building a pre runner now." When I grow when I grow up, I'm building one of these. It's like if one of those people actually do it because of you, because be of that right? Yeah. Because if I'm out there, I plan to still be out there in my truck. And if a dude rolls up and goes, "Yo, I you know I met you six years ago, and my truck's done. Like, <clears throat> let's go rip some laps." That's it. That's a let's cool go. feeling. Let's you know the the first legit truck that I got a ride in was uh, John Bozak. Um, super oh, cool. One he of gave, my favorites, the F one fifty. Yeah, the F one fifty single cab on beams. Um, he gave me a ride. It's an LS power truck, OBS Ford, and uh, holy shit! Yeah, I got out of that truck it. like, dude, it was better than better than anything you've ever done in your life. I couldn't yep. believe the feeling of that truck. I was like, this is incredible, and I will have one. So that did it. That, that was that ride. It <clears throat> that kind of did it. I had been in some long travels before. And then obviously that was a dream, but it wasn't an obtainable goal. So the thing about a pre runner is. I mean, I'm not going to say any, anyone can have it. No. But yeah, it's it's you, attainable goal. It's if attainable. You focus. It's a, it's it's, it's definitely attainable where a long travel is a bit more expensive and not necessarily just getting the car but fixing the car. Yeah, where maintaining them. Yeah, if I break my Chevy pre-runner, mm-hmm. I can go to any auto parts store and probably get the part I need. And if yep. something breaks like up here on a weld or whatever, <clears throat> Luckily, I have such good friends like Scott Dion that'll help put it back together. And I yep. mean, thank God for Scott. I'd be screwed without him. I really would. And yeah, for and it's, getting it's you awesome. fixed on the yeah. weekends where you break yeah. on Friday and you go, so I'm here for two more days. I need this yeah, thing back. We're out at 3 a.m. in his garage, you know, cranking yep. tunes, welding away at it, adding tubes, looking at it, different ideas, and just to have those type of people in my life like i'm i'm forever indebted to and that's yep. that's what really matters none of the other drama or bullshit or anything yep. else that goes on it's really the core group like you talked about that really really makes the difference and makes me want to be yep. here every weekend and and the thing with silver lake is there is it's <clears throat> the thing that's nice at least my view of like what i've always experienced is that you i when i go to the dunes i do i run into several groups of people you know i view people in that way it's like 
Yeah, I like holiday weekends. That's pretty much when my core group of friends are up here. That was kind of our always since high school. It was holiday weekends when we came. The, you know, right. no matter what holiday weekends we were here. Maybe so and so didn't come on Saturday because they were busy. Maybe so and so didn't come this weekend. But it was like holiday weekends. Didn't matter. Everybody was there. And even to this day, it's still kind of that same principle. Got buddies, got kids now. People have moved around. It's like nope, still coming back. I might not camp, but I'm still coming up. All right, cruising. But then it's like I go out there. And yeah, I see tons, you know, I see you guys. Hey, yo, there's uh, Dune Stars, all those dudes. There's Ricky, there's Dave, you know, all of your crew that you guys have. Yup, oh, they're guys, those guys are over there checking them out. Like, how many times do you pass each other in a day? Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that aspect of like, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, this jump is, we found a sick jump. We're doing this right now. Oh, yep. sweet. Do that for a while, and it's like, all right, I'm done with this now. Hey, peace out. See you later. I'm off over here. Find something else, yeah. And then you're, oh, this group's over <clears> here. They're whatever, doing something. But you see all these. Like, I just love the fact you drive a lap around the dunes. You've got dudes that have spent every weekend building, like, a drag Jeep, and they're down at the drag strip. That's the only spot all they day. go to. Yep. They're all day down there. The drag quad guys, they're all day. They could give two craps about the hills. They don't care about the hills yep. at all. But more power to them because that's yep. badass too when they put their heart and soul into something like that trying to just yep. be the best, be the fastest. I mean, that's cool I love the fact you come out of the woods and it's like every time you come out of the woods, people are running. And that's that's the things that like when I've been other places, you don't get those things where it's like, just like I see there's people with lawn travels every weekend. There's certain people with trucks every weekend. There's yep. certain people with quad, you know. In every one of these groups, it's like, man, I've seen that quad. That dude's out here every time I'm out yeah. here. And he's just drag racing. To me, now I'm not putting that down, but to me, that's not my flavor. Right. But I go, that's as passionate as I am about my truck and pre-runner, that dude, I know he feels that about that. That's pretty sick. And it's cool to watch and be able to see that stuff. That's where it's like, the thing for me that ignited is coming here. Like when I was 14, I came here on the pedestrian side. I wasn't even in the dunes. But that was enough. Just looking out there and going, there's a lifted truck. There's a dirt bike. There's didn't matter. There's a buggy. I literally was like, I want every one of these things. Yeah. It's like, I don't even, I can't even process what's going on. You just there's, watch them come off an exit like yeah. that and you're like mind blown. Yeah, like, what the like, fuck is you that? You know, I was like, oh, here comes a truck over. <clears throat> Dude, you can have a truck out here. And then all yeah. of a sudden, here's a rail. What's that thing? Yeah. How, what, are, how, what are those? How much are those things? And then it's that sparked the whole thing of, yeah. All right. What's expensive? What can I afford? How do I... You know, my transition, yeah, I bought a dirt bike for $1,200. Yep. First thing I do. brought to the dunes, it was like 1200 bucks. As soon as my bank account had 1200 bought a bike. It was up there. Can we talk about the best experience I personally have doing laps in the dunes is not in my truck. It's not in a buggy. It's not like on a dirt bike. That moment where you say Silver Lake best experience, that first thing that the, comes. Where I laugh the most till I just can't even breathe yeah, is in got? the biggest piece of shit money can buy. If you can find oh, yeah. a two to $500 uh, Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee. Last weekend, we were out in John's Subaru. I don't know if you saw those pictures that Jesse posted of us skying that stupid okay, Subaru yep. wagon. Um, a blast. I mean, we were only uh, out there for one lap because we broke the thing. But I have more fun and shit like that than I do my truck. It all is day. the unfortunate truth of anybody out there that's trying to financially ruin their life with making the decision yeah, of building a yeah, pre-runner yeah, right like now. Like us. Yeah. yeah. Get on yeah. Craigslist and buy the $500 Jeep. 
and you'll have more fun for your money over the next three years than what I did with what I, I promise got. you. Yeah, I promise you. Anyone that's listening or looking at our IGs, looking at the Facebook, like, oh, I got to have a pre-runner, got to have that. They're a headache. They're they're horrible. They're a bad, bad financial decision. They're a whole oh. lot of fun. There's a whole lot of passion there. When they work, they're they work. Awesome. When they work, they're awesome. But buy you a $500 Grand Cherokee Body Code ZJ. Get one of those. Find one. I don't care how rusty it is. Are those some is. of the ones that had the V8s in them? Yeah. So you can get it in. Uh, you can get it in a four oh six. You can get it in a five two Magnum or a five nine Magnum if you're really bougie. So you get those. Yeah. Take them out there. Jump them. Beat the shit out of them. Put a helmet on. Roll it over. I don't care. You're gonna have the time of your life. Maybe don't roll it over, but yeah. just you're gonna have the time of your life out there in that and. We're going to appreciate it much more if we're sitting on top of a jump hill and you come by in a just a piece of crap laughing your ass off with a helmet on and kind of jump your Jeep. We're going to be jealous of you standing next to our oh, stupid yeah. trucks. I promise. Yeah, so. most of the time, I mean, there's the amount of days I'm out there of like, I it goes from like running laps to like exactly, you know, I've had. Inge- oh, this injector's like sticking. It's not running great. Well, I'm just going to chill out here and yeah, enjoy the company of some people. Yeah. And then I'm going to limp this thing home. When I leave, that's when exactly it's just like, all right, I want to see that dude. Where is he? Like, yeah. I'm I'm done for the day, but I want to see a dude come flying through here. Where, yes, I have those same moments of some of the, you know, I've spent, I, there's probably two years of, I didn't even own a thing where when I came up here, yeah, I was in my buddy, you know, my buddy had a 12 valve Cummins. And oh, yeah, you're in your daily. Exactly. It was his daily. We couldn't do anything. We All we would do would take it to the bottom of hills and try to crawl him in low yep. all day long. Or we would go to the drag strip and try to raise people. Yep. Because that was about the only thing we could do in his truck. So that that's you're what not going to totally destroy yep. it and not make it home and make it to work. The so next that's day. what we did all weekend long. And then it's like it transitioned, you know. Then it was like, yeah, you just have these moments where thinking back on it, it's exactly, it's like, dude, I came up here that weekend with probably like $30 in my pocket. And like, and you made it happen. And then I gave it to him for fuel. And yeah. I was like, left. And it was just like, dude, I was up here for three days and like, that was an awesome time. I can't do that anymore. Yep. I, you know, so there is these different, would uh, you go back? Could you, would you give something to just travel back to one of those weekends with your buddy that where the responsibilities weren't there? You were just a broke dick idiot coming up here in your buddy's truck and having a good time. I'd give anything to go back just for one weekend to humble the shit out of myself. I was going to say no, because I just take him out of my truck now and we still have fun. (laughs) That is fucking right. (laughs) You got to just, just to humble yourself if you're beginnings, man. It's, uh. It's really cool that we have this area and that we have yep. we have Michigan. So I'm I'm very no. It's very nice grateful. to I I do find myself trying to make sure I I stay some uh, rooted in that. That's you know I I have moments that stick out of being you know. So I was that kid. I was a 14 year old kid coming up here with no introduction. I forced my way into this world, and I did it by you know at a young age facing a lot of like confrontation with adult. You know, trying to approach people and went. Hey, I know nothing about this thing. This is sick. And I'm like a young kid crawling all over some guy's thing. And it's right. like, not a good, that dude's not about it. Right. You know, and it's like learning those boundaries where those were impactful. You know, they made, they impacted me as a young kid and kind of my transition where I was like, wow, that, that sucks. Like, you know, and then at the same time, I finally met those people who were like, oh yeah, dude, what do you want to know? Here you go. Right. Crawl all over the right. thing. You have those moments where it's like, oh, okay, I got this window. I got in. I can take advantage of this guy that's sharing this info now. Of like, yeah, what do you want to know about this thing? Here's the engine. Yep, this is, yep, I buy, you know, if you want to look for these if you want to get into this. This is, go to this website and read all there's about it. There's good people that yeah, explain you, what their you toy have is. You have to find it. Don't, 
you know, I, I, I'm thankful. It's one of the things I looked at and was like, man, I could have easily given up on dunes very quickly if I look back on my history. But the, the fact was where I was like, I don't care. It just literally went, wow, that guy's a jackass. Yeah. And then I moved on and I went, oh, sweet. This guy's cool. I'm just talking to this guy now. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I look at that and go, thankfully, I continued on because now, yeah, I'm obsessed to the point of, you know, and I, it's one of those things where exactly it's, I, I try to be approachable. I want to be approachable. At the same time, I'm still just a dude. It's like, I'm still out here because I want to do it. Like, right. You know, at the end of the day, the only reason I'm here is because like every person just wants to do it. I'm with you there. And even with Dune Stars, I mean, I'm very, very approachable. Anyone that wants to come talk to me, talk about the yeah. truck, talk about what we're about, totally fine. But I'm not out there to be commercialized. I'm out there to dune and have a good yeah. time. And I want them to have a good time too. So yep. come on up as, you know, talk to me, ask questions, whatever. That Let's... is hopefully, and that's something, you know, I don't even know. I see either or, but hopefully I feel very much. I feel, I feel a lot of people approach me very often. You know, I stop at the beach and then it's, you know, people come up to me and it's like, that <clears> is <throat> one of the things that is the great thing of Silver Lake is, it's not too hard, you know, if you're moving around and you go, exactly, you see something move. If, if you're that kid that has that confidence to go, I'm going to go talk to that guy because that's my favorite truck out here. Yeah. And I want to go ask him about it or just talk to him. It's like having those kids come up to me and sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I want to make the time. I want to make it worth it because it's, it's just a full circle of, you know, and it's, there's still those people that I went and talked to as a young kid. They're still out there doing it and yeah. I still hang out with them you now. You still see them. And how are you going to affect that young kid's life yep. by making a, instead of just, oh yeah, thanks buddy, you know, walking away, yep. like get down to their level and talk to them and ask, you know, let them ask you questions. That's going to, they're never going to forget that. Yep. You know what I mean? Especially if they are a fan of your truck, you know, and that's, yep. that's really, really cool to do for a kid. And like I said, it's 500 acres. You're, yep. you got all day. You'll be fine. And that's the great thing of, like I said, you <clears> see <throat> those people come back. People grow up, you know, like I said, I'm the same person of yep, people that I, remember seeing that truck as a kid it's like oh yeah i know that dude now i go talk yeah you know anytime i see to him it's hey what's up yep. talk to him shake yep. your hand how's it going you know and then i i i like one of my favorite things in the dunes is when you pull up to a, uh, a truck or you're waiting in line and you see that bumper sticker filled with 20 years of stickers that is and cool you see the dude with his arm out the shoulder or out the window you know it's like this 80s suburban and it's just like dude that's he, cool yeah like that for me that is what i look at and i'm like that's cool yeah that's sick you see, I've seen them from the 90s, even like early 90s stickers uh, all the way across the bumper. And I'm like, you are way more hardcore than I'll ever be, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, that's so badass. It's like, let alone I can't keep anything that long. And two, like, it's been that same vehicle. Like, you just, you've enjoyed dunes for what they are in a vehicle. Like, I'm not that way. No, I'm always, I have to yeah. like, my truck is good enough, but I'm like, but I could do this. And right. I could do this. Where it's like, dude, you've been cruising this Suburban for 30 years into the dunes and you're still doing it and you're like, totally man, fine with it yeah you appreciate them at a way different level than i do i'm with you man that's yeah that's so true about you see that. so much of that stuff out there very cool <laughs> well well now what do you want to transition into i guess maybe let's uh the year's kind of winding down we got one weekend left so who knows what uh next season's gonna look like you know this this season was quite a bit different it's the first time that i've ever seen the dunes you know not open on April 1st because of COVID and the things with it. We don't know what's going to happen next year yet, but if let's say hypothetically we get a normal, um, I wouldn't say normal, but we get a summer where we're allowed to do things that we 
like to normally do. What yeah. is Dune Stars? I guess what some of the ideas like you brought up, <clears throat> Golden Sands. Uh, you're integrating Golden Sands and a lot more of your stuff of trying to g- gather groups just because they've got yeah. like, the space and you the know, size. They the colonies are great. So for pre runner invasion, we want to keep it low key, like I said. Um, and I'm always in talks with Tyson, Amanda, Luke about how they want to do it, just with respects to them. Even though Tyson's kind of handed it over, he didn't want. You know, it got to a point where he's like, dude, it's kind of big. You know, why don't you guys kind of handle it? So I think that works the best for that. Um, we really, really hope to see um, these events take place again and we to obtain permits. So this year, flat out, they told us you cannot do this. You know, the, yeah. obviously this is a health hazard and, and you can't do it. We understand. And that's fine. So we had to cancel it. it we didn't want to. It was not our you yeah. know, I mean, could we have tried to do something a little bit different in a parking lot somewhere or whatever and tried? Sure. But that's not what people want on a long travel invasion. People no. want free ice cream, free hot dogs, <laughs> a bounce house and hundred thousand dollar cars. I mean, that's what that's what long travel. Yeah, they about. want to see people. <clears throat> whoops, yeah, jump and, and jump. exactly. And, and you know, we want to pay homage to that and make sure that that is always the same. So. Next year, long travel is happening. I mean, they got to, you know, hopefully we can figure this out where, you know, who knows. And we yeah. can make it as safe as possible. We have to keep living life. So that's going to happen for sure. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of traveling. You know, we want to make it out to Glamis in February. Uh, really, really want to make it to Oklahoma a lot more too. Um, but we want to stick to our core here in Michigan. So we're going to be doing... Probably a lot more video edits, and uh, we have something in the works, and I'm not really liberty to talk about right now, Ooh. but uh, something you can get excited for. Um, more clothing, uh, more opportunities for sponsored riders. Um, if you guys reach out, let us know what you're all about. Uh, we'd love to have you on uh, Teen Dune Stars. Like I said, anyone else, you're a part of it, whether you believe it or not. If you're out there and you have the passion like we do, you already are a Dune Star. But if you want to be more involved with what we do, um, help us out more than happy to talk to you and see about having you on the, uh, on the core team there. So, uh, with that, you know, we just want to make sure that it's more of a normal summer and I hate saying, I'll never say the new normal. Like I know I, that's I, where I, I feel I'm, I'm I, tr- dude, trying to, you can't unfortunately <clears throat> pick all your words correct for everybody on these things. You can't but man. Just know that. Yeah. The integrity is there. It's like, whatever, we're definitely going to be experiencing a new thing, whatever yeah. it is. But, as long as it's hey, let's get back to uh, what we're doing. We'll right. we'll figure out what we need to navigate in the Dune world Absolutely. to make sure people are having that platform and that opportunity. You know, and that's is it. It gets to a point where when a hobby grows, you know, I I relate. This is personally, I relate a lot of what I see in the Dune world to what I've seen it happen in like dirt bikes and motocross. I look at the world of dirt bikes and motocross as racing as like maybe ahead of recreational duning. Right. As far as its progression, you look at, you know, even in a world of racing, you used to have guys that could just hop on a dirt bike, a privateer, and actually go win, like, a Supercross championship. That can't happen nowadays. Kids are, you know, trained and groomed from a young age. You go to training camps. You are picked up by a team at a young age. It's, it's a progression of what happens out of love for a sport turns into everyone wants to be the best at it. Right. Well, in the world of, like, recreation... You know, I don't know where that transitions to, you know, yes, you can also, you can always commercialize, but commercializing is a way of getting, that's how you get more people involved and you grow the networks. And that's where I see the thing with us is we have those 450 acres. We're never getting more dunes. We are just constantly funneling more people 
into the same into spot. The yeah. dunes. And that well, never say never is the well, quote, I, quote the great Justin Bieber. But um <laughs> we're gonna get more dunes one day. I I promise. I really, really hope to see uh more dunes, and I know that that's being pushed um more and more every day. So we do not want to commercialize these dunes and people are scared of that. You know, there already is a lot of commercial entities out there, but if we keep things where they're a positive commercial, you know, I like the fact that there's a food truck out there. I like the fact that there's bathrooms there. I like that we're out there taking video and pictures. I mean, you know, we, we recently, uh, two years ago, um, Dune stars purchased sandflix.com. So we've tried to keep the core value of sandflix, um, to where it was, what people expect, and then improve on that greatly. Scott Dion, uh, he's the head photographer, and he's got a big hand in that, me and Dave. Um, and then Sadie we have behind the uh, counter there at Silverback Off-Road. Uh, Silverback's been great. They absolutely help us out. If you guys haven't been in Silverback, go in there, see those guys. They're more than happy to help you. They specialize in side-by-sides, Jeeps. Um, really, really, really cool guys in there. Is that where you guys are set up? <clears throat> that's Sandflix, where, yeah, that's where Sandflix pictures. is. Yeah, so, so this is one thing I want to explain. If people... Go to the dunes. They find that shot of them, or they find out that oh, there was the guy taking pictures of me. It's Sandflex. Yep. yep. Explain the process of what they need to do to get that picture in their hands before they leave or online. So that's where we kind of made it um, really easy. And this year, because of coronavirus, it's hard to do a lot of things in person. So if you go to Sandflex.com after the weekend, every single photograph is uploaded to the website. Very easy website to use. You pick your picture or pictures that you like. You put them in your shopping cart. You can choose a ton of different ways. You can get get them them. digitally instantly. So right now you pay for them. They have them in your hand. You can do everything you want. We'll send you prints. We'll do metal prints. We'll do canvas prints. We'll do posters and we'll do banners. Those are all high quality images. Um, Banners are unbelievable. My favorite is the steel print. So it's printed on. Yeah, it's printed on. Printed on aluminum. Um, and it is so the quality is unbelievable. It looks like the picture is like wet. Like it's just yeah. like that vivid. They're so glossy, they are shiny. Yeah, they are really, really, really cool. So, um, Scott is out there all day long. I mean, he is how many, yeah, I say what's his, uh, trigger finger. That's at some point I need to get, I want to get him here on this show and we'll get more into it. But yeah, oh, I mean, he'd love what's, that. What's he turning in for pictures a week? A, you a, know what? I mean, I think the and I probably will uh, screw this up, but I think the most he's ever done, I want to say he did 10,000 pictures in a day yeah. or something I'll stupid. I'll get him on here and we'll Yeah, he'll but know. Still, but I, mean, I like, think, I mean, yesterday, I think he took, uh, and yesterday was a really slow day. I think he took 3,000 pictures yesterday. Scott takes pictures of everybody. Yeah. He's not out there to take pictures of superstars. He's out there to take pictures of everybody yeah. from different angles of the dunes. And, uh, and he really, really has a passion like none other. He's learned a lot. Um, but That's thank right. God for Scott, really, honestly. I mean, it's, and it's great for the people. It is for those people that, I mean, I know there's plenty of people that they come here one, you know, it's their one trip a year. And maybe these people think of it for the entire year. They got their dirt bike. They're from another state. They come here that once a year. <clears throat> And yeah, they just want one picture. If they get one picture, it's through the roof. And yeah. that's where, you know, yeah, coming over to Test Hill or, hey, there's a picture of me. Yeah, two, you know, my front wheels off the ground over Test Hill. But regardless, like, there's a picture of me. That's the cool thing about still shots. Videos, you know, things are kind of like, 
right there in plain day. You know exactly what happened. But some of those still shots, like even if you don't jump big or you don't do anything, but you could be accelerating and throwing sand in a certain way that a still camera will capture. It's yep. incredible. So well, if you're only coming. backdrops we have? Oh, and our, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, with Lake Michigan and the woods being on top of the trees, the, the backgrounds are unbelievable. So those people that come once a year, check out sandflakes.com. What's really nice about it is... If you know what time you drove by the photographer, they're all dated and timestamped. Yeah. The website's super easy to use. So that is the best way to go about getting your pictures is online. Um, check them out all summer long. Scott was out there every day. So if you were at the dunes this summer, remember what date you were there? Guarantee. Yeah, you. start going yep. through them. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, it's really, really a lot of fun. And we're just going to keep you know keep trucking on with, uh, with Sandflix and, and give people what they expect from Sandflix. And that's... Yeah. You know, the, the perseverance well, of being out there every single day and making that's sure that's another one of those there. things that I don't see that. I mean, and, and there very well could <clears> be <throat> services out in other dunes. I'm not 100% sure on that. But the thing about coming to Silver Lake is like, you know, how many people, people that do know, oh, there's Scott. He's got, he's got the Sandflix flag on the Jeep. I mean, you can recognize him if he's yeah. on a hill, you know. Well, there's plenty of people that take advantage of. I'm going to pass him now 50 laps. Yeah. I'm going to do 50 laps around that guy. And you're going to get... Because I'm going to go on the website 150 tonight. pictures, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to find a picture to print out of my thing. Like, <clears throat> people can take advantage of that. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't see that anywhere else as even an option of, like, you can... Yeah, you can just do... Oh, sweet. Dude's taking pictures. I'm going to spend 30 minutes ripping by him, trying to throw a saying, get this sweet shot, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to go about my day and I'm going to go find that picture later tonight. And print exactly. It out. You and don't have to have your buddy sitting there at a hill taking a picture. And it's kind of, I use it like this. Like the first time you went to Cedar Point or went on a roller coaster yes. and you wanted to see your face at they the end of that. And, and even though they charge you $180 for that print, you wanted it so bad. But the difference with this is you're driving the freaking roller coaster yeah, and you can you go by over and over and over and yep. it's cheap. So um check us out sandflex.com check us out noonstars.com ig facebook and online man we really appreciate the support it's overwhelming i can't it's one thing that you know i definitely don't take it for granted you know the plethora of photographers we have sandflex and all the other included there's so many people and you know me personally the amount of time i spend the amount of times i've gotten to see my truck from another angle you know it's cool yeah yes i get to drive it i get to experience that's awesome but i'm just like the next guy, I want to see. I am a biggest fan of my own truck. I want to see pictures. Yeah, absolutely, of it. You know I mean, it's, absolutely. I I'm not gonna lie to anybody and say it's like, no, yeah. Did you? Oh, you got a picture of that? I want to see it. Yeah. How did it look from the inside? Outside, because I know what it felt from the inside. What did it look like from your angle? And just to get that, and it's yeah, to know that exactly. I can hop on a Sandflix website and go. Oh yeah, I remember seeing Scott out there. Yeah, I was out there like twelve thirty. Literally, and scroll to the page, and then bam, there's. Exactly. There's 20 pictures of me coming up the hill and I go, wow, this one's sick. I can see my face or all oh, this, you know, I've even gotten it to the point. The, the number one thing I've used Sandflick for is people giving rides. I've had more people that have wanted a picture because we've passed Scott. Oh yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Gave him yep. a wave and I've told him, Hey, give this dude a wave. And they've gotten on the website and they've sent me, dude, I found my picture. This is sick. And they've bought in it. That's awesome. Because they went, they want to remember that ride. And it's like, well, there you go. That was a service. That's really that, cool. I didn't put that in place, but I used it to, you know, that's something that I try to do to like, yo, here's Scott. Exactly. Hey, good on this website. Find it tonight. And if you're, if you want to buy it, there you go. And that's the positivity and the commercialization right there. So yeah. you're not really, um, 
hindering the dunes in any way, you're actually providing a really cool service. So that's the kind of stuff that yep. we want to work towards. We don't want to overpopulate these dunes with freaking, you know, giant yep. inflatable wacky. Exactly. I want that 15 year old kid I gave a ride right. to buy that. His mom's going to buy that picture for him. Right. And he's going to hang that on his wall now. All because Scott spent however many hours standing on that hill clicking pictures. Yep. Nonstop. We're selling passion, man. We're not really selling anything but that. We want nope. people, the the like-minded people, to feel the same way and have the same experience that we have every single yep. weekend, dude. I mean, I, I, I say the look at, it's standing on top of those hills is not always pleasant. No. The, no, he gets beat blasted, to death yeah. by sand all you day are, long. If there's wind out there, that is the highest <laughs> sandblast point is the top yeah. of the hill. Yep. Right where he's standing with his nice And then the sun, even with the breeze, you get sunburned. So that's why I always got to look for Scott. He's got the big uh, the big hat on, and that's really so he doesn't get sunburned out there, yep. man. It's crazy. So um, It's awesome to see. And exactly, it's you look at all the different things. of It just is spread across... That's where I guess it's the the benefit we get to see is we get to see the concentration of people that are dedicated like that. Yep. Everybody's concentrated in this small little area. Like I said, the guys that are down drag racing, <clears throat> the guys that are building side by sides and pushing that those limits that are coming out all the time. The, the people that are coming here for entertainment because they have a YouTube channel. There's all these things that people are using it a place, you know that. You know, as me being a local, I look at, I find myself trying to be like, I want to be a steward of this place. I want this to be inviting. I want this to be, you know, if if, if the positivity needle stays always towards the positive, how can you ever shut this place down? That's Absolutely. my mindset. I yeah. don't ever want this place Absolutely. closed. No. I don't ever want the needle to swerve towards the the left side of we're shutting this place down because it's of dangerous or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's. If that becomes an issue, you know that very well. The future coming up. If every dude can go 90 out there now all of a sudden and fly across three, four foot whoops, who knows what's going to look like? Yeah, right. maybe we've got a thousand acres of dunes by then. Who knows? I mean, there's that's the progression. And then the same things. I go, that's exciting. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. Right. But I like going fast and I want more whoops and more dunes. And yeah, if I, that's something I'm going to get behind. Exactly. To keep it more open and progress and... It exactly. needs, you know, and that's not something that I'm saying is even on paper going to happen anytime soon. But I really, my goal and my prayers are for more dunes. And I think yeah. as a safety aspect alone, we have a lot more dunes out there. Yeah. We don't need that I would much. say I agree from the <clears throat> aspect of, you know, I, I like to go out there. Uh, I've never enjoyed the recreational site. So there's another, it's 400 to 500 acres of, right. of walking recreation or not RV recreation, but just walking walking dunes. dunes. Yeah. And I've only, since I've moved here, started exploring those and have gone out there hiking in the summer. Me and my wife will go out there and just kind of go hiking. And yeah, the, at some point, I kind of look, I do view it. It's great. I like to take it all in. Selfishly, I'm like, this is pretty insane. There's nobody out here enjoying this besides me and my wife. Right. And then the other side, I go, that's kind of a bummer. There's nobody out here enjoying 400 acres because there's, we don't pack 400 acres with people hiking. No. People aren't... I, I very rarely see people, when I'm out there in those deep, the deep parts, there's no one out there. There's people that come up in the big area, they bring their dogs, they bring their kids. Kite. But half the time, what are they doing? They're watching the They're watching the others. So I do. I, I am on that, I, I'm on kind of on that standpoint. I've been out there several times. I go, man, if you could put in another entrance, make a separate entrance over to a separate area of dunes, double the... You know, yeah. and then... Exactly. You... If you really want to let your mind race, then you just go down the rabbit hole of you what, can go anywhere. The what ifs. But, 
But yeah, as being someone that loves this place, the Dunes, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. I think that uh, I think a lot of people would be on board. I think getting the state of Michigan to approve anything uh, like that is going to be an uphill battle. But um, it just makes sense for safety. It really does. Yeah. Because look at Oklahoma. Were you ever scared you were going to come over nope. the hill and hit somebody? No. Here, it is. constantly. Number one pe- reason, I'll put it out there right now. I've had people message me that, you know, man, you're starting to go to Oklahoma a lot, like getting bored of Silver Lake. It's not that. No. It's, I'm go- I go to Oklahoma because it reminds me of what Silver Lake was. That got me, you know, and not to say that I want that back. I know it's not really that. It's it's just from, it is, from the safety. It's like, look, I understand. I'm doing things that are, I'm, I want to drive my vehicle fast. I want to find jumps. I want to do stuff. I go down there because, yeah, we go out in the dunes and we're by ourselves. We're doing yeah. our thing. You can find a section. We can go rip a bowl and pop over the top. There's no one out there. Now, sure, at 10 years from now, are they more popular and they're busy? It very well could be, but. I know right now I'm going to take advantage of it. Heck yeah. You know, yeah. and I view Silver Lake the same way. Yep. If we get 400, you know, if that that day happens, bam, all right, you know what? We're going to open this other side of dunes. Yep. We're not, no one's out here hiking. We're just still going to save 100 acres. We're going to have 100 acres hiking. We're going to give you guys these. Ah, day one, I'll go wait in a five-hour line to go rip those Oh, dudes. yeah. I don't care what. You know what I mean? I'll quit my job for two days and, and go Exactly. Up, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm one of those dudes. I'll be yeah. there. If they open them, <laughs> I will be there the first day if we get more dunes. So, um, you know, let's just, let's all just push towards that and hope and pray. And, yep. you know, like uh, just for a lot of different reasons, but yeah, hopefully, yeah, awesome. um, for next summer of coming to Silver Lake, then if people are coming up here, yeah, the events that you guys are doing, just get involved, <clears throat> come on out yep. to them. Yeah. There's, there literally is no, the, the great thing about, you know, an off-road kind of, you know, any hobby that's involved with not like uh, a racing aspect. You know, there. That's the great thing of this is there's no really like competition of it. No. So it's it's an event that is based around literally coming to hang out. Just you literally, there's no expectation of except coming there. Yep. And that's it. So that's the type of stuff where it's like, who could you know? You're in the stage. How many people come to that event now and go, oh well, yeah, I bought a Silverado. I brought a front. I bought this front kit. It's all bolted on, but the stock is still all. You know, the I don't. Rear, yeah. I don't have Devers in the rear yet. I'm saving up. I'm doing that thing. It's like. I went through the transition, you know, first year I drove my truck, I had no glass, it wasn't street legal, I didn't have a windshield, you know, I had all these things to where now three years later I've slowly added them, it's, there's all, everyone's on their level. I love that too, and I love checking out people's like starting builds and, and yep. their ideas, and you can tell how excited they get when they're like, oh, you know, I want to link it, and I was thinking about doing this here, this here, and you can just see the excitement, yep. and it's the same excitement I had four years it ago with my truck, platform. and I was like, yeah, I remember that, you know, yep. and, and now I'm just, you know... Like I said, it's like, man, this thing is almost done. I'm just totally happy with it. So I hope that everyone gets to that level too. And I'm really excited for Pre-Runner Invasion in May. Um, I think it's going to be the best one ever. We're going to have some really cool giveaways. We're going to do a lot of really cool stuff at the golf course there and then uh, head out into the dunes and let's all just enjoy the weekend and hopefully it's better than ever. So that's that's what I'm really, really excited for. Get me through the winter. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, you know, some of this podcast is – uh, you know, me moving up here, selfishly, it was all 100% selfish reasons, you know, initially starting up. I yep, envy that. I want to, these are, I want to enjoy the dunes in this way, and then me and my wife are going to do it. And it, I mean, yeah, it's, we've chosen to do this, but now I've been here long enough, and I, I've gotten so much out of this place. I've, you know, spent this whole summer, you know, I literally now just feel guilty all the time. It's the amount of mornings I've had of hours out there alone where I'm just like, this is not Bastard. fair. This is not fair to people. I, I need to share this. And 
I maybe maybe I ruin some of those mornings by seeing more people out there, but I'm okay with that. If you know, and that's like, I get it. You live four hours away. You can't just say, oh, I, yeah, I can't come on a Wednesday. But you know what? Maybe it's worth taking a Wednesday off versus taking a Friday off early to yeah. like. If you got it, you know, I don't know. I'm one of those people that I will adapt and overcome. If it's too busy for me Saturday, and that's essentially the token of, yeah, I used to trailer here. You know, how far do you, I know you have a cabin here, but you also come here yeah, I'm away in, from the weekend. I'm in Brighton. Um, so I'm two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. So, so you I have mean, to commit yeah. some sort of time and effort of, Absolutely. I'm going to come here for this weekend. I'm doing this thing. And, you know, for me, that aspect is, you know, I look at it from as some of the examples as, I don't go so much on Saturdays anymore. And some of that reason being one, I go, you know, I don't need to be putting out there a one more truck ripping around. Let that guy that had to tow four hours have that Saturday spot that maybe I'd be there and I'll go on that Tuesday. But at the same time, then I say to that guy, I'm like, man, at least take a Tuesday off this, this year and come out on a Tuesday because you have a vehicle that you need to be out here when there's 20 people. Right. You know, it's, I know it's fun seeing thousands of people out there, but the same time it's like dude i've I've seen some trucks where it's like you gotta open that thing up (laughs) i'm excited uh you know for this last coming weekend yesterday i had a blast out there um had my mom in the truck the whole time so i couldn't jump couldn't really go too crazy she was screaming but that was a really really fun time to be able to kind of cruise around with her because it's hard to get her in there she's got a jeep she tools around and um got her in the truck for hours yesterday we did probably Shit, I probably did 10 laps with her. And I think, I really do, deep down, I think she enjoyed it. I think she had a lot of fun. She was laughing. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, dude, she screams at the top of her lungs. And it's funny. I mean, me and my girl were laughing about it. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that's like, I mean, literally every single person, every out there, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to create a memory. Yeah. To now, yeah. If your mom says, I'm never riding with you ever again. She didn't know. She actually today said, I think if I ride with you more, I'll feel better about it. I was like, oh, let's go. There you go. So, yeah. So, exactly. Now you share these. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about, yeah. So, you got that experience. You share, you know, on that detail, you talk, you know, you bring Dave into it. On that level, you have things you share with him. And, you know, Dune Stars is the extension of, we're obsessed with this place so much. We need to pretty much fill our plate with more stuff that involves several eight. you know absolutely that's, you know the way i view it you know and yeah. I, I view this podcast the exact same way i go huh i need to talk about dunes more because my wife says shut up a lot you know she's <laughs> she's over it she's she's all about living here she's all and about the dunes but she's like geez so i'm going you know what i'm gonna invite some people on let's just talk dunes and it's pretty cool man we were really excited to hear that you were doing this and uh just wanted to help you in any way and it's, it's just really really cool that Something needed to happen in this area as far as the podcast. And you got Dirty Dooner out west, Jake, great guy. Um, you know, he does a really good job out there. Yep. We we needed something right here at home and, and I that's, think there's uh, that's enough. Cool. The the thing with Silver Lake is that it's you know, I I view it and, and it, it seems like we're at a point of maybe a, some discovery. People are starting to find out this place. Yeah. Because the thing about it is it is it, it's kind of it's so kind of bizarre. You know, and I do, I relate it back to thinking when I was a kid, it's like, man, I grew up 40 minutes from this place and I did not even know this place existed until I was 14 years old. That's crazy. To the Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, it just was not in the world of what my family did and it just wasn't on the radar. And then yeah. all of a sudden it came on the radar and I'm like, this is it. And like, it changed your whole life yeah, for this. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I have directed my whole life to do this now. You know, my, yeah, I have nobody in my direct family has any involvement in dunes, does dunes, you know, motorsports. I'm the only one. I've branched out and found this. That's cool. But it's 
you know, other people, you know, when I was getting into this, like when I started building my truck, I remember that, you know, pre-renovation was like 10 trucks and it was like every pre-runner that was in Michigan was there. And it was like, those are the trucks. Those are the dudes. That's insane. I need one of those. You know what I mean? I I chose to start my progression of, yep, I'm getting one of those. And then over this, I don't even know, five short years, probably you've seen it just grow to what it is. But at the same time, I mean, I'm picking trucks to isolate the same token, you know, side by sides. That world is way bigger exploded. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, to the point I don't even get into that. Yeah, it's just like I know nothing. I, I don't I'm not going to step out of my range of what I know. I try to know my truck and keep the thing fixed. That's yeah. what I'm yep. what I'm trying to do. It's what you like, you know, and, and that's uh, man, those side by sides like in Oklahoma and everywhere else. I hate quit bringing that up, but they put more money in those things out there than I, I can't even believe it. Makes our I trucks was, look stupid. They're just so badass. The very first time I was down there and saw the Oklahoma Sandrail dudes and how they spend money and how yeah. they drive their things. So it was for it was for another it was a, a Sandals Laws event. Yep. And we were doing a jump contest with Wilkie and my buddies down there. We were there was like three printer on the trucks there and Wilkie's bug and then everyone else was a Sandrail. Yeah. And we found this jump that I remember. Uh, we were hitting it the night before, and they had asked us, said, hey, is that, can we use that jump for the jump contest, you think? You know, I was like, yeah, I think sick. We've all got it dialed. You know, it's yeah. pegged. Hit it wide open. And that's right. what we're doing. And I remember the sand car guys coming over the next day. And me, I guess, and it might be, you know, I'm speaking of people that I know personally, sand car guys, and I'm not generalizing all of them. But I'm looking at this jump, and I'm going, none of my buddies would hit that in their sand car. Because they that jump was made, it it was a jump for trucks. Right. It is not jumps. They jump differently. They do. They're 100% so different. we're looking at I'm like, yes, this jump's awesome for us trucks. But there's like 20 sand cars that got to jump this thing. And I'm like, dude, these guys are going to be pissed. All those dudes were like, I mean, just gorgeous cars down there. Just sending them all goofy. Dudes were bending wheels, snapping arms. Oh, they don't care. They just didn't care. One yeah. after another, lawn darting them, sending them. The wind was catching them <laughs> off this, and I was just like, "No, no way!" You guys. I are remember nuts. that jump. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, and I remember watching some of the video footage from that, and I was like, Dude. "Holy shit!" Yep. Oh yeah, Doug. Uh, Doug. That was one of the first times. You know, Doug probably with oh, the yeah. sand car. Yep. Yep. That dude jumped, and I was directing <clears throat> guys around. There was people cutting through. He jumps. Slap wheelied so hard, he carried a wheelie off the landing, drove all the way around the backside, come up to me to cross again, and he goes to take off, and I stop him because his front wheels aren't turning. He completely flattened and tackled his front wheels on the landing, and the car had so much horsepower, and so he's just driving the thing around. He had no clue the wheels weren't even spinning. The wheels were locked on the calipers. Oh, because that car is just ridiculous. And he was just steering it around, and he looks at me, I was like, dude, 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 no, dude, your wheels are tacoed. And he goes... You think I can jump it one more time? <laughs> I was like, no, bro, no. Like, no. No, no, you're done. He's like, shit. All right, well, I got more wheels in the trailer. We got to go get those. You know, and it's just like. It's so badass. Dude. All That's right, funny. I'm not on that level. Yeah, I'll never be on that level. If I taco a wheel, I'm freaking screwed. Oh, it's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, and you see. Oh, man. what? That's something I want to get. What's, uh, unfortunately, the, the amount of carnage, you know, that is the other concentration of we see. These, oh, yeah. I think back to what is uh, some of the most infamous things like uh, you get on YouTube and like the red Chevy truck jump. You, yeah. You know, like Dude, there's, there's like folklore around like certain there is. things. And I, I always remember that. Remember that um, 
And I think as it, it went everywhere, but that yellow Maverick, when Can-Am first started doing Ma- uh, Mavericks, and it was the center crest hill is what I call it, sketchy hill by the drag strip, and we used to jump it. It was an awesome, oh, awesome, okay. yep, yep, awesome yep. jump, but he was jumping it towards the flats, towards the water, and he end over end, ass that. over tea kettle so many times down to the ground. I always remember that as one of the just like, oh, Isn't there like shit. a bunch of... Uh, like zoomed in pictures. Yeah, there's still of like the dude like yep, rolling around yep, in there. Yep, and he was fine, but uh, it's on. It's actually on the Sandflakes YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely, that one was that was one of the craziest. I think just because the footage was there with my own eyes, I've seen a lot of bad wrecks, and unfortunately, uh, they're all side by sides that I've seen in person. I mean, yeah. not saying they're more dangerous, but they're just so damn nimble that if you yes. come off something weird it's going to roll a lot easier than something heavier. So yeah. I've seen a lot of those. the most rollovers I've seen. I've been countless times by like the, I call them the gravel whoops where the yep. food truck and the bathrooms are and that's where you kind of got to come around that corner. I've seen so many people come into those whoops inside by side, sideways roll into those whoops. You're the, shitting me. I've never seen that. That's I've seen crazy. Three, I've seen three razors and one like uh, it was a utility. Well, so the utility quad or not quad. It was a four seater like utility something had yeah. a cool in the back. They came through and just got to Huckabucky through the whoops and did a endo end thing and cooler went sky <laughs> just in made and, it look super violent. Oh, I mean it to the point it did it collapsed the, you know it's back to that thing of yeah it's like this, you, it can get sketchy. You know it's as fun as it is it can get really sketchy really quick. Right. You know right I've, right. I've had a moment one of the probably the scariest things I've ever you know heaven forbid an accident knock on wood that's the biggest. You know, my biggest concern all the time is just an accident. If I'm involved in an accident, yeah. And I've had a day I've coming down towards those whoops where you know you're flying fast towards exit as fast as I can get going is down that stretch. It's the fastest part of our dunes. And I sure. come around the, that corner. There's kind of a nub hill, so you got to be cautious coming around this one nub hill. And I come around and there's this guy holding two little kids by the hand, walking kids right behind this hill in the oh path through these whoops. And I have to I swerve and go through this puddle because he's right where i was headed and i'm right. like 80 and i come back at the dude and like just come over me but like i'm pretty pissed at the guy one just for i was like what are you doing and you know i kind of got a little i had to ground myself fast but it was like dude you're like maybe you shouldn't have been going that fast what do you you know i'm second guessing everything i'm doing and then I, I go no this is an off-road park and i'm like dude what are you doing walking these little kids out here and he's like oh i don't really know where i you know and i I had to ground myself for a second. I was like, there's another thing. This guy had no clue where he was. Didn't yep. know what was going on. I had to educate him. Yeah, I had to educate him. But I was just like, for that pure second where I was like, I thought I was killing like three people. Fuck. You know, and it was just like, I was. it ruined me. I was done for the day. It was like, all right, no, dude, see this rope? Like, do not come across this rope. You shouldn't have been over here. Like, people fly around all over the place. Like, Especially that area. That's such yeah, a high speed area. You know, and that was one of those things because that was like on a Tuesday, on a morning, I, there was nobody in there. So I kind of was on the assumption there's going to be no one on the backside of this hill. Well, I come around, yeah, there's this dude walking his two little kids because he's on a Tuesday and you go, no, there's no one out here. He didn't know where he could and couldn't go. Right. And I'm just like, dude, that's so sketchy. There's, I've gotten to live a lot of those moments too. You yeah. know, same. The amount of hills that where it's like I jumped down a hill. I've been on there Tuesday and now like I'm watching this person on a rental quad get stuck on the backside because they're trying to crawl up and I'm like, crap, I just watched like 20 people send it off that blinds on Saturday. Yeah. And now there's this like person sitting there like, that's the stuff that horrifies me. Just sitting on the backside of the hill in general, like stop doing it. And even the experienced tuners, sometimes they forget and you they forget, do it. Yep. 
Don't sit on the backside of a damn hill. Don't do it. Yep. But I, yeah, kind of in addition, maybe we'll wrap this up with the thing of just educate. You know, that's, like I said, it's the biggest thing of this is like bringing guests on here, bringing you on here. Hopefully people get a better understanding of who you are. Maybe people get the ability to say, man, I want to talk to Ricky about something he brought up on here. Absolutely. I want to approach him. That's the whole idea with all this. I'm easy to find, man. Tip the scale to the side of, hey, everyone wants to hang out. How do you want to get involved? So, yeah, let's wrap it up with if people yeah, want to hit you up, what's the best places that you got? You know what? Or... Um, I'm on all kinds of social. We got my Facebook, Instagram, uh, we got the Snapchat, and YouTube. So, the easiest way to get a hold of Dune Stars as a whole is Instagram or Facebook. Shoot us a message. Any ideas you guys have, something you want to get involved in, changes, or if you want to be on the team, let us know. We're, uh, we're more than happy to talk to you and, uh, and live this passion together. Um, me and me in general, it's Ricky Cook on Facebook. Shoot me a message. You got a question? You got something you want to ask about the truck or anything like that? Let me know. I'm always available. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming by. No problem. Thank you, Nate. This. Appreciate and, it. It's a uh, pleasure. Fun. Thanks.